Hello, welcome to the Row Point Exchange. This epic of fear of self is going to end tonight. So, or, or <laughs> as you can hear, my my uh, uh, great gaming group here is a tad bit um, doubtful of this, so I'm going to prove them wrong. Let me go ahead and introduce everybody. Hello, Chris. Will you tell them about yourself and why you think this game will keep going on forever? <laughs> um, well, uh, I'm Chris. I'm playing Cerise Benoit, and this game will go on forever because our group hates closure. <laughs> very true, very true. And Sean, how about you introduce yourself and say something disparaging about the game? Hello, everyone. My name my name is Sean, and I am playing Jane Goodall. And it doesn't matter what cl- thing she was role-playing, because she's going to die by the end of the game, and we all know it. <laughs> An eternal optimist, eternal optimist. And finally, Aaron, uh, introduce your character. And um, if you have anything you'd like to get off your chest about me, now would probably be a good time, too. Hi, I'm Aaron. I'm playing Alex. I don't remember his last name. And it'll end in tears. <laughs> awesome, awesome. I don't think we ever gave your character a last name, but if you would like. He doesn't need one. No. Smith. There you go. Oh, he's good. Chilton. His name is Alex Chilton because I'm a replacements fan. <laughs> and uh, tonight, Darth will not be joining us. Uh, he he joined us for the previous game, which may or may, may not make it out into general circulation. We attempted this last week and just wasn't hitting it. So we're just going to pick back up, kind of recap briefly what went down and we'll pick up the story from there. So Darth is doing literal brain surgery. That's what he uh, says. That's what he literal brain surgery. <laughs> that's what all history majors do. Literal brain surgery. Ah, <laughs> uh, good times. So let me take a sip of beer here. Tonight's game is brought to you by be warned. This is what befalls you if you miss a session here. I plan to get oh, red drunk, just, by the way. We'll just, we'll just mock you relentlessly. Oh, definitely. What was that, uh, Aaron? Oh, yeah, beer. I said I plan to get drunk tonight, so. Surprising no one. Surprising right. no one. <laughs> this is gonna get interesting. Well, it, it did on our Unknown Armies game when you got pretty lit, so. In the previous yeah. section, say, yeah. In the previous session, Jane and Cerise fled and left Alex at the bonfire of the crazy LARPers where perhaps a human sacrifice was going on. And Alex ends up getting the shit beat out of him. Jane and Cerise drive until they encounter a roadblock. They explain that they had just left the, um, the LARP, which was now being swarmed by cops. And they were escorted to the police station where they were to give their statements. Funny thing. Uh, Dave Chowder, which was played by Darth, uh, saw in the news that there was a commotion going on at the uh, campground and uh, eventually made his way to the police station after talking to uh, Jane on the telephone to try to help out with the situation. And Cerise, how did Cerise handle that, Chris? Oh, great. Yeah, she, I mean, she, she saw him kill her, his, his son and then vanish into the mid, into midair, so. 
Oh, yeah. She's absolutely still completely 100% in control of her sanity. Yeah. She had... She had to uh, be uh, apprehended, I guess, and to a slow degree, as running, leaving the police station. And Aaron, Alex, Alex had an interesting time. If I don't, rec- if I recall, uh, he woke up in the hospital. And uh, do you recall what was his first vision of everything that was going on? I didn't have hands. Yeah. You didn't have arms or elbow. You had elbows and knees, and that's pretty much all that you had. You're very disoriented. You close your eyes. You wake back up. All your limbs and appendages are there. A um, The doctors check with you. The police swing by since you were picked up there, and they were trying to get a statement from you. And some real interesting conversation between the police and you occurred where – they discussed the amount of painkillers that you had in your bloodstream before being brought into the hospital and the fact that you were a paramedic. Yeah, I, I yelled at a cop and some doctors. And then they acted confused, didn't know exactly why you were screaming at them, and uh, they left, and the doctor wrote you a prescription for um, oxycodone. Or oxycodone, whichever oh, yeah. one. So, kind of odd to be talked about drugs, uh, be talking about drugs and all that happened. So, to get caught up, what has happened since since that last um, session? Your characters have been home for about a week now. Uh, Cerise was, they separated Dave from Cerise at the police station, and then Cerise and Jane Goodall went home. And uh, do you get, do you think your characters have been talking to one another since this this incident, uh, Sean and Chris? Um, probably not. I mean, Jean's probably gotten back into whatever she's doing uh, at school. Um, if it's been a week, she might have she might phone to check up with uh, Cerise here. Okay. Would you all talk to her? She'd be concerned about her. Yeah. Um, Cerise would probably have spoke, spoken with her, but she's going back to grad school stuff. Okay. And Aaron, uh, uh, you've been, hey, what's up, man? Hey, you've been home <laughs> for about a week since then. You were dismissed from the hospital. A little apprehensive. Thought there may have been drug charges brought up against you, but uh, while. You've had several days off from work just due to – you really didn't have anything broke. It's just tissue damage, but you're very stiff and sore, and you were involved in an accident. So you're taking some uh, – what's, what's it called? Medical leave? Yeah. So you've been, sitting around, you've been sitting around the house. like. So how have you been handling everything that's, that you witnessed at the uh, – at Elderac. I've been taking a lot of pain pills. Mm. So you've just been pretty pretty doped up. Yep. Awesome. So, uh, let's, let's do something real quick here. I'm going to have to find this page real quick before we go any further. Uh, since you've had some time alone, let's talk about your sanity and where it is right now. 
So, Chris, do you have your book open as well? I remember you were kind of looking at this last time. Uh, yes, I do. Okay, I'm I'm trying to find the page real quick, so we'll we'll get this out of the way and jump right into it. Uh, let's see, what the hell is this? S sanity. Uh, 48, risk factors and stability. Okay, risk factors and stability. So you guys have had time at home, time away. You've been able to speak speak probably to your uh, sources of stability, or I don't know what they're technically called on this game here. can't remember off the top of my head. So let's see. In a game of emotional horror PCs on stability, I should have looked this up before you guys did this. So, Adam, the eminently prepared GM. Uh, you know it. You know it. I have been dealing with the kid that was doped up on sinus medicine for the last little bit. All right. So, hmm. I was looking to see if there was like a dice row or something like that, or does it automatically restore? Um, from what I understand, regaining stability is, uh, you have to spend time with your source of stability and, or have someone use the shrink skill on you. Okay. There's no, there's no dice roll. It's on page 50. Page 50. Okay. So let's go ahead and get this out of the way. (laughs) You would be a fool to say no. Have you guys been talking to your source of stability? Oh God. Yeah. Sharice, how did he handle all this? Like, did you tell him what really happened? No, I just tell him. Basically, I go into detail and talk about mass hysteria. Okay. And what kind of things did he say back to you? Um, well, let's say that he is, uh, since he's a history professor, uh, he is a uh, professor of propaganda. Okay. So he talks a lot about how um, propaganda can lead to delusions and mass hysteria, and mass hysteria can lead to all sorts of things. Uh, a big, a big one to point out is actually the Boston Massacre. Okay. Which actually happened on my birthday. Side note. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I don't have a lot of things happening in March. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, the Boston Massacre itself was, uh, as you know, Cerise, the Boston Massacre itself was a form of propaganda. It was one man being, one man threw, throwing a rock at uh, a soldier, which led to uh, the soldiers firing, uh, firing and killing all of these people. What they don't tell you is how the people were goading the, so- the soldiers on, attacking them. And these sorts of things can create temporary delusions and true violence. Ah. Awesome. So, so it's not my fault if I did anything crazy because crazy shit was happening. All right. Refresh that, man. Awesome. Mm-hmm. We'll get you back up on par. I, you're, you were on zero or negative numbers last, I recall. Negative uh, three. Uh, the player rolls a die and adds the result to stability pool. So, Aaron, Aaron uh, your, I'm looking here for your source of stability, I think, is Xanax or Peel, so let's just yeah, go ahead. my parents and Vicodin. 
Have you been talking to your parents while taking Vicodin? I have not. I have holed up in my house, and I have taken all of the Vicodin. Okay. Healthy. I have taken Phil Anselmo levels of pain medication. Jesus Christ. <laughs> because somehow you managed to get out of that hospital with no one throwing you in jail. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right, so refresh yourself. And Jane, how did, so much. How did you uh, regain your stability? Oh, to be fair, I had only like 8 out of 10 stability. So uh, I've just been getting back into my work and occasionally taking a walk and doing some Pokemon Go training. That's about it. Okay. Awesome. I got so, pretty good out of that one. I just rolled. I now have one stability. Oh, we have to roll for stability? All right. I thought you actually just – I thought it was a straight-up refresh. So you, you roll for it, Chris? Um, let's see. In a game of emotional horror, PCs may regain lost stability points by helping supporting characters to feel a sense of safety, serenity, or acceptance. Uh, they may provide purely emotional solace or actively work to rescue a supporting character from danger. Although the characters may gain information or move toward completing the goal to completion of a goal by providing this aid, their actions must be selfless or go above and beyond their obligations. In some instances, especially impressive investigative feats may bolster PC stability by restoring his confidence. Uh, when a PC qualifies for a stability gain, the player rolls a die and adds the result to a stability pool. I guess that's if you do something in character. Yeah. I'm willing to just go ahead and say refresh it anyway, man. I mean, it's been two weeks. I mean, all it's right, been a yeah. week and all that. And you're on edge. Things are iffy and things like that. But, you know. Right. So let's we'll start out. Aaron, you were the last one. that, Like, you kind of took a back seat last time. So I'm going to go go ahead and start off. I'm going to do, like, a real quick little vignette with you. Cool. That sounds good. Let's do it. So uh, why have you left your house? Like, where would you, like, like in the state that you are, it's early morning and all that, like, why have you left your house? Tell me where you would have went. What would have made you leave your house? Or like a mundane thing. I need breakfast. Oh, sweet. So, are you going to go to McDonald's? Are you going to go to Denny's? Like, where are we eating at? We're going to go to the Double D, Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, sweet. So... You're in Dunkin' Donuts, um, waiting in line. Yeah, I guess I, I haven't never been in a Dunkin' Donuts. Like, do they, is it a sit down place or do you just walk in and grab shit? Nah. And they, I mean, it's they like have tables. Like, outside of New England, though, people don't really hang out in them. So. Okay. Cool. All right. So you go into the Dunkin' Donuts, you place your order. You're, you know, still. A little, everything's a little hazy. You're, you're kind of, you're almost ready to take another dosage of medicine, but you know, not quite. And um, as you're walking out, you see a, a guy who is sitting on the sitting on the hood of his car, and he has a cup of coffee and a donut, and he's just sitting there eating the donut and drinking the coffee. And uh, he looks up at you, and he goes to wave, and then. That's nice. My wife's just sort of coughing, which will fit with what I'm getting ready to say. Uh, he goes to say something to you, and then, like, his eyes get real big, and he goes, Ooh, and he starts, like, trying to cough. You, from your medical training, you realize that this guy's choking. So you see oh, a guy shit. choking right in front of you. I'm going to leap into action, or 
leap into action as much as I can. Okay. So are we going for the Heimlich maneuver or what are you doing? Um, yeah, we'll give him the Heimlich maneuver. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming that's medic. Yeah, you can roll. All right, cool. All right. God damn it, where's the, there's the dice. You use dice streamer if you want to use tangibles, that's fine. I'm just waiting on dice stream to ro- to load. I rolled a four. Oh, okay, that's good. So, as you as you keep um, you keep, but you know, you walk up behind him. You you've done this before. You've taken the CPR classes. This this isn't your first rodeo. You go up behind him and assume the position, and you start. You know. I almost said thrusting, but that's a bad word for it. I mean, but, we've already been talking about gay porn, so. <laughs> <Very true. laughs> hey, you know, it's just man's got needs. But like, you start, <laughs> you start doing the doing the hammock maneuver on him, and you can hear him. He it's like his his breath still labored. He's kind of, and then you're like you know, like hammering on his chest, you know. And you start smelling smoke. And every Uh-oh. time, every time that you you uh, do the Heimlich maneuver on him, you start to notice more and more smoke come out of his mouth. That's not good. No. So you do this a couple of times, and uh, the figure <laughs> finally lets out one big raspy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, kind of collapses what? to his knees, and he's holding himself, uh, holding himself uh-oh. up with his hands. Oh, something going on? No, I don't think so. I was just saying, uh oh, to- oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's on Chris's end. Okay, so and he and he looks up at you. Uh, the guy looks up at you, Aaron, and he didn't look like this when you walked into the place. His face looks like like a like a solid third degree burn. Oh Christ! Ooh, that shit's nasty. And he he points up at you, he points up at you and says, "Be seeing you." And just and then before you know it, he's gone. Like your Dunkin' your donuts and cup of coffee are on the ground, and there's God no one damn. else in the parking lot. Jane. Fuck. Hello. What's your what's your morning ritual usually? Um my morning ritual is to go um if I don't have a class, um I'll usually go and get some coffee. Okay. And maybe do a little work while I'm drinking that coffee, see if I know, see anyone I know. And then after that I'll either go home or to the university wherever I feel like I'll be more most productive. Okay. So <clears throat> Do you walk or do you commute? Um, I or, probably yeah. use public transit. Hmm. Okay. So you're sitting on the bus and your cell phone rings. Okay. Um, I look at the number. Okay. You look at the number and it gives you, you know, 555-727-8842. So okay, you're not you're in my number. contact list, basically. All right, um, I consider picking it up. 
then I'm like, eh, it's probably just some telemarketer, and I put it back in my pocket. Decline. Okay. All right. So you do you decline the phone call. A couple of, like another minute passes, and the the phone rings again. Oh, same number. Same number. Okay. Um. Boop. Hello. Oh. Oh, I, I'm I'm sorry. I I just I just I just wanted to tell you that that like I'm 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 sorry. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm so I'm so sorry. Uh, I I my husband like I'm I'm sorry for what my husband did, and then the person just hangs up on the telephone. Oh, um, okay. Um. Wow. Uh Huh. Um did she sound like distressed at all? Very distressed. I would have sounded more distressed in my voice, but the, there's a cat on my lap trying to make biscuits into my flesh and I'm trying to swat her off. So I I I left voice acting class on that one. That's fair. Um I phone back. Why not? Cuz I'm worried now and I'm wondering if I should like call the suicide prevention line on this one. Uh uh, uh, hello. Uh, hi there. Um, yeah, you just <laughs> you you just phoned me. Um, you you sounded like you were kind of in a bad way, and I just I guess oh. I just wanted to check in on you and make sure you're doing okay. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I got your your number from um, uh, Officer uh, Belden. He's not really supposed to do this stuff, but yeah, he, no, he's he kind of isn't, but um. He's kind of he's he's been kind of taking care of me. I'm I'm Trish Peacock. Um, that name probably doesn't mean anything to you, but um, my my husband Tim uh, he was uh, driving the van that uh, nearly got in a wreck with you a couple weeks ago. Oh oh yeah, I do remember that. But, uh, anyway, I, I just I just wanted to say I'm sorry. Okay, I'm I'm oh, sorry. It, and then she just hangs up the phone. Okay. Um. Huh. All right. I guess I just sort of put that one in my pocket and look kind of discomfited for a while. I'm okay. gonna need, need a little while to process that one. <laughs> All righty. So, Chris, you there? Yes. Okay, I probably should have had Aaron Rose's ability, by the way. Yeah, but too late. Yeah, too late. So, anyway, I'll use the excuse that Aaron was on drugs. Hell yeah, I was. He's, <laughs> he's seen worse shit. He's seen His worse shit. Too. Yeah, I've done, I've done some terrible shit for those pain pills. Anyway. Chris, how do you dream? Um, not well. Not well. Has uh, your character has her has her sleep ever been bothered by her psychic abilities? That's a good question. She doesn't know. How can you tell if your dream is psychic or not? Yeah, true. True. Well, you're. <clears throat> Hold on, I'm feeding the cat. That's the only way to make it leave me alone. Give it food. <laughs> Works for children too. Of. Uh, and Aaron. <laughs> okay. So, Chris, this is one of those dreams that 
when you start to have this dream, you know you're dreaming. Have you had ever in real life? Have you ever had those kind before? A lucid dream, yeah. Okay, so you're you're back at the uh, the car wreck, and there's nothing but of a, a pile of well, not a pile, but a row of body bags, and the car is blazing. You see your van parked over behind you, but you see no one else. Just it's just you and the body bags and the burning van. Okay. I'll take a deep breath and slowly look for myself. What do you do when you slowly look for yourself? I'm just kind of spinning around. Okay. No, you you don't see yourself in the dream. All right. You Uh, see your hands if you would like to extend them in front of you. Okay. So you're not an observer. Do I see um, other people? You just see the back, the body bags. There's like six, uh, I think six. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, there's six uh, black body bags in a row. All right. Um, that's the only thing. It's just the crash and the body bags. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. Let's head over to the body bags. Okay. All right, so what would you do? When you Are you going to open them, or are you just going to examine them closer? I'll examine them first. Okay. Yes. Uh, there are various, uh, the body inside, you know, they're all not just like a uniform shape and stuff like that. You you, you can see on the plastic, like the like the the shape of a man's gut. You, you can see the outlines of, you know, the bodies under the plastic, you get an idea of which is male and which is female. But uh, it looks like you got three female bodies and it looks like three male bodies. Um. All right. So odds are even it'll be female or male. All right. Uh, I open up one of the female body bags. Okay. You see a. Uh, you see a young girl. She doesn't look. She doesn't look damaged at all. She looks untouched. Like it looks like she's asleep. She looks like she's in her early twenties. Blonde hair, cute, kind of petite. Who so, are you, you? you see the, Do you want to? What do you want to do? Woo 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 woo. <laughs> Sorry. Is that it? <laughs> Is that the train? <laughs> no, no. When you say young, yeah. Oh, how, how young are you talking? I'm talking early twenties. Like college student or? Yeah, yeah okay. like barely in college. You know, freshman, maybe sophomore age. Okay. I'll look at uh, another body bag. Okay, so you, you don't touch it. You just want to zip it back up, and okay. No, I won't unzip. I won't zip it back up. But I'll just... Okay, so. Male or female? I'll uh, we'll go male this time. Okay. You open it up. You see a. Uh, you see someone. You see a slightly balding middle-aged man. Mm-hmm. Looks like I just like the last body is untouched. 
and burn looks like he's sleeping. All right. Uh, I'll try to. Uh, is he wearing clothing? Yeah. I'll try to look for a wallet. When you touch the body, you hear a voice behind you go, "A daddy's asleep." I'll turn around. Ah, creepy children. Uh, you know that's that's how we roll here. You see, a, you see, uh, standing behind you is a small girl in a uh, without hair in a hospital gown. Oh, looks like it looks like a cancer victim. Oh, great, wonderful. That's that's what I want to see. Daddy was Daddy was trying to stop the bad man. The bad man. Yeah. Who's dad, that? Uh, Daddy was trying to stop him. I, his name, I think, I think he calls himself Hungerwood. Hungerwood. Okay. Uh, who is your daddy? Daddy is, daddy's Tim. That's my daddy. And who are you? I'm Katie. Hi, Katie. I'm Cerise. I got. I got to go. I think the bad man's coming, and she runs off into the woods. Uh, you, you, uh, you know, still aware that you're dreaming and all that. You wait a few seconds, and you see the the flames start to die down on the on the van fire. Slowly, kind of going back. And do you remember the night of the the um, the night of the crash? Do you remember what you saw that night? I remember the eyes. Yeah. As if as the flames die down to to the last embers, all you have is the two glowing. I think I said yellow eyes, and then you're awake. And I don't think I'm gonna make you roast ability for a bad dream, but it just seems so real. It seems so, so lifelike. Mm-hmm. So, you guys tell me how you get together. So, I assume Aaron's went back to, or Alex's went back to the house with his donuts, and maybe went back inside, bought another coffee. Woman in the counter kind of asked him if he was okay. Thought he had a seizure outside, and that's all. So, what do you guys want to do? <clears throat> well, we're pro- probably all part of the same role-playing group. I'm guessing that's sort of how we know each other. Yeah. yeah. Like maybe like a big – where we all go to the same big session at a nearby um, geek shop or something like that. Yeah, we play World of Darkness. Oh, no, we big don't. vampire fans. <laughs> big vampire. So, are you going to wait until – I've played World of Darkness. So, narratively, conveniently – this is this is your, typically your, today is typically your game night. Do you want to? I guess are you going to go ahead and attend, even though it feels kind of weird and you don't feel like role playing? Oh yeah, no, yeah. I totally need to cleanse my palate of whatever the hell happened back there. I'll, okay. I'll text everyone say, and I'll just like text the group. Let's play something simple like Fate tonight. D and D maybe even. It's been a while. Dead man. <laughs> Get your bucket of dice. Fatal. <laughs> We're playing riffs. Oh, row sanity or stability. Um, so 
How are you going to how are you going to breach the topic? Each one of you've had a weird experience, and you have something on your mind. Like, how, how does this come up in conversation, guys? Uh, that's a good question. Normally, my understanding is that post trauma, normally the average experience is one of denial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so probably wouldn't talk about it. Like, okay. I mean, that was kind of a private interaction that went on between this, this me and this other lady. Okay. I kind of understand why she might feel that way, but she didn't want to talk anymore about it. Okay. I'm guessing she probably didn't want me to tell anyone else. I mean, I'm not a journalist. Chris, what hey was guys, you? how about that time I had a seizure in front of a Dunkin' Donuts? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> what about Down you? from some stoma. What about you, Aaron? Like, did you just go home and, like, wait, uh, wait around until game time? Watch a little bit of Price is Right? Reflect on was, was better than Drew Carey? What? I locked the door. I turned the lights off. I closed the blinds. I popped some Vicodin, and then I watched Adventure Time. <laughs> My best friend. Okay. I would have seen, her, seen him more of as a uh, regular show guy. Well, well, I like okay. both. He, Alex is a fan of both, but Adventure Time was on. So. Yeah. They have all, all, all the seasons are on Hulu. Yeah. Watch it today. Uh, so what about yourself, Chris? Would you have, would you, what would, what have you done pre, uh, leading up to your game night and would you bring this up to the rest of the group? Um, she's done her, uh, regular homework for running a game. Okay. And, yeah, you know what? Yeah, she'll bring it up. Okay. It's like, I'm sorry, guys, if I'm a little off tonight. I've been having a lot of weird dreams about that thing we all went through. I don't want to talk about it. I just want to roll some dice. And oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> on the upside, Jane totally wants to talk about it. Um, so... Uh, yeah, um, sure, we could grab, like, a bite to eat, like, after the session, I guess. Like, I know a good place for snacks around here. It's usually yeah. open late. Oh, I made some hummus if everyone wants some. No I thanks. I trust chickpeas. <laughs> <laughs> always look at me with their beady eyes. Did you ever see a chickpea? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, I have. Yes, I was. I was waiting for like the the punchline. Like it's like a Jeff Foxworthy joke. <laughs> no, it's actually something I heard on an old episode of Cow and Chicken, but it's not important right now. <laughs> <laughs> so you're getting into character, I guess. Okay, that's cool. That shows the reason I'm the way I am. By the way, anyway, <laughs> I can understand that. So the group. Um, so after the game, the group is going to get together. Uh, where where are you getting together at? Um, I don't know, Dave's. Let's call it Dave's. It's a pr- it's it's kind of a dive joint. It basically serves like cookie and pastry or coffee and pastries, but like at all hours of the day. Okay. Are you down with this, Aaron? Are you yeah, ready right. to get on the plot train to choo choo? Fuck yeah! I'm about to get. I'm ready to get on the plot train. <laughs> get on the plot train. See, in Canada, this would be like the local Tim Hortons, but I'm not sure what the analog is in 
America. We have Tim Hortons. Probably a Dunkin' Donuts. Well, yeah, there's a there's Tim Hortons in America. I mean, we could just be in Canada. We haven't really said where we are. That's true. We're, we're in the Northwest. We the Northwest. Of where? Uh, I don't know. Okay, so we're in Voodoo Donuts then. We, we go to Voodoo Donut. We're in Portland. <laughs> Okay. This does explain why we're all I, such hipsters. I think we, yeah, I think I said it in the, in the past in the mid, in the Northeast, like New England states. So we'll kind of, they, they do have Tim Hortons in Ohio. So surely to God, they got them up in Vermont or New York state. Yeah. No, there, there are Tim Hortons in New England. Fucking asshole Maryland. It's true. We're creeping south. Um, anyways. <laughs> all right. Poli- but you're polite about it. So we go to Tim Hortons. <laughs> so we go to Tim Hortons. Um, yeah, so um, we sit down. I assume it's been pretty quiet uh, so far. Um, what characters did, did, did you all play, by the way? Uh, I was Novak, the occultist. Wait, so just the one from the LARP? Oh, tonight? Yeah. Oh, um... What game are we playing tonight, Fate? Okay, sure. Rifts, I told you. F- We're Fatal. playing Rifts. Fatal. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Alright, hold up. Uh, everyone, uh... Odds are even. <laughs> even. I told you, you're not allowed to roll dice. <laughs> um, evens. I'll go okay, fraud. evens. Damn it. So uh, Adam gets to choose because it's odds. What game were we playing tonight? Fate it was. (laughs) No, Uh, wait. uh, You were playing uh, D&D 3rd Edition. (laughs) Wait, let's get even more meta and play Gumshoe. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) All right, there we go. We were playing Trail of Cthulhu. (laughs) No, no, we were playing Trail of Cthulhu. You You only play Phoenix Command when Dave's around. Okay. We hate it every time. <laughs> we actually specifically didn't invite Dave tonight. Dave hasn't been contacting you guys. Like, who, who knows how he's going? Like, he 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 kind of got butt hurt when he went down to help and was treated like a leper. <laughs> that that's accurate. Yeah. Maybe um, he shouldn't have had all his skin falling off. <laughs> Anyway, so, so anyway, it's Trail of Cthulhu. Doesn't matter. We were all investigators. Yeah, right. Um, so yeah, um, I, I start like small chatting a little bit about the uh, campaign. I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to warm things up a little bit. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, so, so you wanted to talk about your dream, um, Cerise? I mean, I don't know. It, it was just. I don't know. Nightmares. Sometimes they have meaning. Like some people say it's just day residue, but I don't know. I think it may, there may be more to it than that. Well, I mean, it was about the. Um. Huh. I unfortunately I have the skeptical thing, so I'm like, so I. It's kind of hard for me to say in character that I believe this. I'm kind of looking yeah. at. I, I kind of look over at like Aaron for like. Validation. He has a half glazed look on his face. Yeah. Oh god. Aaron slowly bring the donut to my face. <laughs> I I take a bite. Just solemn nod. 
Just like it in Joe. It just looks so good. You're so into this donut right now. <laughs> you completely <sighs> just it. got the thousand, the thousand yard Vietnam stare. I just, I don't know. I think there was something up with those people, like who. Oh, there was totally something up with those people, um, yeah. and I just, I just opened up like about all my theories and about and stuff about it that I've come up. With. <laughs> oh, let me tell you, girl. <laughs> let me tell you, girl. <laughs> like, <laughs> so all right. Um, and I'm, I'm gonna. You know, I was fucked up. Let's see here. I have, I have. Here. I think. Wait, no. Do I? Hmm. Um. Character sheet so, wise, yeah. Character for? sheet wise, do our little points ever come back or no? Yeah, they're all refreshed. Oh, cool. Um, I'm gonna spend one point in research, and I'm totally gonna go into like all the weird, crazy research I did after that incident over this week when I had a little time to myself. You put pu- you pulled up after the phone call. Definitely, things kind of it spurred you on, even though there was a breach in uh, police confidentiality on your case. You did pull up a list of uh, people who died in the car crash that you guys were witness to. You have a Tim Peacock and Thea Coles. Um, it just gives like a little description, like, you know, Tim Peacock, uh, 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 mentions he had, he had <laughs> it's a okay if you didn't kid. invent the rest of the other names. <laughs> yeah. Athena Pools, uh, Visha Burton, Sean Gaither, Doug Kilm. Karen Grady, you know that one of them was a college student. One of them was a socialite. The other one was an IT consultant. The other guy was an animal welfare officer. And the fast, the, the last one it mentions dancer, which you know what dancer means. Yeah, I do. There's, there's a couple of girls that are putting themselves through grad school dancing. That's true. The Tim, I think he had a daughter. Had. Yeah, so um, I I do have to admit your dream was like weirdly on the nose there, but I'm sure it's a coincidence. So that was an investigative ability. Did you? So you? you Oh yeah, I totally spend. Yeah, so you take one off hair on that, and you also at least have uh, uh, Trish Peacock's phone number. You actually looked. You did like a reverse search with the phone number on uh, who is it or whatnot, and you pulled up the residence. You actually have their address. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, I'm nosier than I thought. Uh, so, yeah. Um, wait. Like, I don't know how far we want to keep going with this, you guys. I mean, this is some weird shit that's going down. Like, do we want to keep looking into this? I just kind of feel like it's one of those things that's kind of like supposed to like remain a mystery. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe. That's and possible. I'm not, I'm not super into like going back on this though. I don't know. Like, I, I, I know you had a weird dream and stuff, but like, don't you want, that don't something- you want to know who these people are though? Uh, must have I Listen, I've had a weird few weeks and I just I don't want to think about the LARP and this could take my mind off it's just figuring out who these people are 
Hey, Aaron, what kind of, uh, Alex, what kind of donut are you eating? Uh, it is a strawberry frosted donut with sprinkles, Adam. Strawberry frosted donut with sprinkles. Yes. As it you go is to, delicious. So you take another big bite, and then you feel something moving around in your mouth. Yeah. Oh. Why you got to ruin donuts for me? <laughs> what do you so, – something squirming in your mouth. What do you do? I'm going to spit it out. Just okay. Because something's moving ain't supposed to be something moving. It's a miniature Jesus. <laughs> and on the table is miniature Jesus. I found the key. So you you spit out on the table, covered in frosting and uh, those little sprinkles that really have no taste whatsoever, except for being slightly sweet. You spit out on the table a cockroach. Well, that was unpleasant. Glad I didn't bite into it. Oof. Chris, uh, Jane, Cherise, you see that as well? Oh, God. Ugh. Oh my God. <laughs> hey, yo, manager! God, what the hell is that? No, I, I want some free goddamn donuts, and I don't want any goddamn cockroaches in them. You don't the want that, any goddamn free goddamn donuts from this place? It's the one that put the cockroaches in. Uh, excuse, uh, waitress walks up. All right, I want a refund. Uh, excuse me. There was a cockroach. There's a goddamn cockroach in my donut. In his donut. Where? It's right there on the goddamn table. No, it's not. Oh, it is a chewed up piece of a... Sir. Lady, I am not lying to you. There was a cockroach in my mouth. Cockroach. You see what I did right there, Aaron, right? Yeah. Cockroach. It was our earlier conversation. Anyway. I'm not quite sure how that relates either. It don't. I was yeah. just being a dick. But yeah. uh, it does tie into this. Uh, listen, sir, if you, if, look, just quit making a fuss. I'll go get you. Do you want another strawberry donut? Goddamn refund, and I want, don't want any fucking cockroaches in my mouth. Sir, please, keep it down. <laughs> She rushes off and and scoops up a Bavarian cream filled donut. I, I can hear. Look, I, what's this one going to be filled with? Jizz? <laughs> I don't want it. I want a refund. Just just leave. Just leave. Go. Go, please. Here. No, no, no. Goddamn refund. <laughs> okay. Well, are you on a. Okay. Like, are I'm you on a the table, So I'm just leaving. <laughs> One and a dozen glazed. Okay. So, are you going to actually spend points for this, Aaron? Do you want to like? What do you got? You for the donut? Do you want to waste points on a donut? I don't. <laughs> Steel reserve. Here, take the Bavaria. No comment. Please, please go, go, please. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Whatever. Christ. So now you're standing out in the parking lot. That's fucked up. Let's get out of here. Well, anyway. So, now what, guys? 
Um, so, so Jane, like you're just get, you're like now that Aaron, you're joined the conversation here. That's true. If Cerise is heading out, um, I I kind of chase after and I say, wait, 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 wait. Look, maybe it'll help. Um, for what it's worth, uh, this Trish Peacock lady. I don't know. She didn't exactly seem like she wanted to talk, but maybe she'd be open to it. I, I can phone her right now if you want. Maybe yeah, it'll help it, you with your dreams. It is kind of late. I'm going to sit in the back seat of the car and take another Vicodin. Okay. Doing a- Why do we hang out with that guy again? Um, <laughs> Alex, don't. Just, just don't. You don't tell me what to do. <laughs> so, Dude, I'm trying to help you. I don't have a problem. <laughs> so there you go, Jane. Do you, uh, not Jane, excuse me, Cerise. Like, do you want to, fo- do you want to follow it up or not? Uh, what you guys have got right now to take, take a play out of a different style of RPG gaming I've seen before. Uh, you basically got these options. You've got you've got the list of people that you could research. There's officers, you know. There was Officer Belding who obviously gave out your number, and uh, right now, like that's that's the options that you have. If that's you true. I've been meaning to go to go to that officer and give him a piece of my mind. Although I'm not sure I want to do with that with Cerise there. I think I'll talk to uh, Trish Peacock. I'll give uh-huh. her a call. Okay. Oh, sure. Um, and I give you her contact number, I guess. Mm-hmm. Still on my call history somewhere. Okay. You've dialed. It's like, again, it's kind of late and you dial, dial the number, the phone rings and rings and rings and like it doesn't, it doesn't answer. Yeah. Um, no voicemail. Uh, it, yeah, you, it's kind of weird. You get, uh, you get the happy family. Ha. This is Tim, and I'm Trish, and you've reached the... the oh, God, they're this kind of people. <laughs> yeah, those kind of people. Okay. Um, hi, this is... Um, I mean, I'm the one calling, but okay. Oh, you're the one calling. Okay, go ahead. Um, hi, Ms. Mrs. Peacock. Uh, my name's Cerise. I was recently in an accident, and... I wanted to reach out to you from your butt due to uh, your husband. Uh, if you can reach, if you can call me, uh, my phone number is eight six seven five three zero nine. Yeah, eight six seven. Damn it! So many song references tonight. <laughs> um, I, I'm always around, so just give me a call. Thank you. Bye. Call me, maybe. Okay. I hate you all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so or did you all take the same car? Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm driving. I don't rely on either of these guys to drive at the moment. Cerise okay. doesn't have a car. Okay, so so you're, are you driving them back to your place, uh, I guess? Yep, yeah, yep, just making the rounds now. Okay. So, as Sean, as, as you're driving... Uh, nighttime, you know, it's kind of, you got the, the overhead street lights and so forth. Uh, you're, you're still, you know, you're on the city streets and all that. Uh, and you see, you know, people milling about on the side and stuff like that, uh, you know, going into 
restaurants and whatnot since you're at the part of town where there would be like a Tim Hortons and stuff like that there's other fast food eateries and you as you're driving you see a, a set of headlights and they're coming towards you really fast and then they go over into your lane and oh like, god oh crap Chris you see this too uh, Aaron if your eyes are open you can see this too stability check well we would probably go for driving check first or something like that this is correct. Um, all right, let me roll driving since I'm driving. Uh, let's see here. Dice, 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 dice. Um, I am going to go oh, ahead and spend three points on this. One, two, three. Let's see here. And uh, hope we don't die. I got a five. Okay, with that... Right as the car is getting ready to hit you, it just passes through. It passes through you. The five that you're rowing, the drive check is to not to freak the fuck out and to swerve onto the sidewalk and to, you know, hit pedestrians and take out meters and shit like that. So this car's coming at you and then at the last second it cuts over in your lane and then the lights, I mean, the car passes through you and you stagger, swear, like you kind of like swerve a little bit, but not enough to exit your side of the lane. You you lock up the tires a little bit. You screech to a halt, and you can still see the car driving off in the distance in your rearview mirror. Stability check. Yes, stability check. <laughs> All right. Um, let me roll some dice. Uh, I get a grand old two. <laughs> I got a one. Okay. Aaron, how about yourself? Oh, shit. I need to roll real quick. Hold on. No problem. Okay. Roll a d6, right? Yep. You can spend stability to modify the row if you want. I rolled a nat six. So. Nat six. You're... Psh- I tell you what, everybody always talks about all the bad things drugs do, but they never talk about the good things. <laughs> I'm too fucking high to know what's going on. You're still enjoying that free donut. All right. Hey, uh, guys, guys, take one. I mean, that's definitely strange. Yeah. Ghost car. Ghost car. Ghost cockroach. Ghost car. We were talking about the Batman earlier. True. Uh, do I need to no. roll the six? No, okay. you're, you're, you're still, you're so, uh, Dislocated. You don't even know what's going on. Wow, this car's ceiling is amazing. So many different stain colors of mildew. Oh God! <laughs> on the nod. Whatever you do, don't look up. Um, Meanwhile, Cerise is just like sitting in the passenger seat, having a flashback. <laughs> Pew! Yeah. No. And I am like, what? What the hell? And I, I pull over, and I and I like look over to the car, and I'm guessing that there's no damage whatsoever. No, none whatsoever. What the I mean, hell? When, it, when it passed through, which it was more, thinking back, it was more of a van, kind of like what you saw wrecked on the side of the road. Like passing through it, you remember it happened so quick, but one second it's in front of you, and then one second you're in the interior of that van. And then it's gone. Like you, you even remember seeing people sitting in it. Okay, all right. Okay, you saw that, right? Like that—that that wasn't just me, right? Sorry, what? 
What did I see? <laughs> oh, shut up. You know Cerise. You saw that, right? Hey, you <laughs> shut up. Don't be a bitch. Oh my god, I am so dropping off you off at your house and never talking to you again. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Whatever. I don't need you guys. It's all bullshit anyway. I don't even feel it anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, that's probably the seven doses of Valium you had this evening. Cerise, you saw that, right? Get it in, not Valium, sir, ma'am. Yes. Don't, yes, don't, okay. I saw it. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Hungerwood. What? Oh, wait. The thing from your dream. Yeah. Yeah. Just a dream. Um. All right. Uh. That was the same car. That was the exact same car. Wait. You're sure? Yes. Yes. I am. One hundred percent sure. That was the exact same car. Okay, Something so. messed up is going on. All right. Um, where are we right now? Were we by anywhere that was open? Uh, yeah. There's a Taco Bell uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken, one of those. Depends on which side you look at. Okay. Um, I, I, I kind of wander in and I say, hey, um, did anybody in here see a car that just swerved in front of us? I'm not going crazy, right? <laughs> I know a couple of people like start. No, there may be a couple of people in whatever this. Uh, what was the spot? Sorry. Oh, Taco Bell uh, slash KFC. Okay, I, I check with the people on the KFC side because everyone knows people go to Taco Bell after they take drugs. Um, <laughs> so Aaron goes to the to the Taco Bell side. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> And I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use a streetwise to like establish that, like, whether or not anybody else saw this car. Just like, I'm gonna like be discreet, but not too discreet. Like, I'm gonna come in like kind of flustered, and I'm gonna try and like get people to say if anybody saw anything. Uh, so that you're talking to actually the, the side that you're talking to is one closest to the drive-through window. Anyway, of course they're all kind of conglomerate together, but uh, the woman's on the uh, speaker, and she, I mean, she she holds up her finger. She goes, uh, "Yes, sir." Uh, uh, one second, and then she kind of pulls her headset off a little bit. It's like, "Excuse me, what did you need, sir?" Um, uh, miss. But anyways, um, you 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 when you were looking out this window just a second ago, did you see? Did you see a car come down the other way and nearly crash into us? Uh, no, I didn't see anything. At, oh, hold on one second, and she goes back to the headset. I mean, she and you can you can kind of hear, you know how it is in some of these restaurants. You can like you hear the orders going through the drive-through and stuff like that. She goes, uh, so it was a uh, a large sweet tea, a bucket of oh, not bucket. What the hell is that? What's that thing KFC called, guys? That have all the shit in one bowl, like. Uh, I don't Japan know. Bowl, they're yeah. delicious. I, I, never, I never ate one on principle, but one of those bows, and would that be all? Yes, and I'll take your heart too. Uh, okay, sir. Well, that would be seven fifty. Please turn uh, pull up to the next window. Wait, what? You hear like a raspy voice saying, "I'll take your heart too." That's what I'm trying to say. Or you were uh, in character. <laughs> 
and you see a you see a car pull around and she grabs a bag and you see an elderly woman in a car smilingly hand her a ten dollar bill and she gets changed and her food back and she drives off. Nobody acted like they noticed anything. Okay. Interesting. Um do, 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 do. All right, I kind of casually waltz out of the KFC slash Taco Bell, the combination KFC slash Taco Bell. Um, and I just like, I, I'm kind of staring off into the distance. I know what you're up to, Cerise. Um, Cerise? What would you be doing right now? Uh, I'm going to use sensitivity. Okay, so I'll uh, spend a two, I'll spend a couple of points from my uh, psychic powers to look around. You look around, and the park. I mean, of course, you're standing out in a you know half filled parking lot. There's a city street in front of you. There's some cars circling around. It's later in the evening, so as people start leaving bars and stuff like that, as was mentioned beforehand, a lot of people do hit Taco Bell and shit like that. Cause they usually stay open and all, but mm-hmm. your look, as you look around, you see a storefront window across, across the street for a uh, Tiffany's bridal shop. And you see, it's really kind of a hard to describe it. It's like, you see something that, is in a shape of a man, but even when lights drive by, drive by it, like the lights don't illuminate it. It's just, it's just blackness. And it, I mean, it, it could, you don't think it was a dummy. You don't think it was like a mannequin or anything like that because it's, it doesn't, it, for one, it's tall, it's real tall, but for another, it's, I guess, scraggly kind of like, like, What's uh? What was the Harry Potter the uh, the the half giant Hag, Hagrid? Hagrid. Hagrid. It's kind of a Hagrid shape in the I, window. I start walking over there. You okay? As as you keep as you keep walking closer and closer, you you start picking up emotions. You start picking up feelings, uh, like you did the night of the car crash. Like when you originally felt like. Frustration and disappointment at the at the at the scene of the car wreck. You 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 feel these emotions returning to you, but like not these particular ones. You feel the emotions just like this, but you're feeling you're feeling like hunger. You're feeling like joy. Like you're feeling like a maniacal glee. The feelings that a <laughs> that a kid. That a warp kid gets pulling the wings off of a butterfly, the just the want uh, the want and enjoyment of destruction, and so are you going to keep walking? Yeah. Um. You you take it. I ignored it, and things got worse. Okay. <laughs> All right. So as you you take you've you've crossed the uh, crosswalk, you're walking closer to the window, and it's 
it's weird. It's like everything shifts for you. It's like you're you're walking closer and closer to the window, and then all of a sudden, it's just like you know what a jump cut is, Chris. Mm-hmm. It's it jump cuts on you. For those of you at home listening, a jump cut is a is a cut without a transition whatsoever. It's just boom, right there, one scene to the next scene. You see the same shop window, but the glass is broken out, and the 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 it's like things inside look like they're toppled over and destroyed. You look around the street and you see you see wrecked cars. You see it looks like nobody's been here forever. It it looks like like desolate. It's empty. I continue. Okay. I'll keep going in. Okay. Obviously, something is fucking with us. Yeah, and uh, I will have to ask you though, like the fact that you just kind of like shifted on that. Well, we'll do stability at the end of all this here. Yeah. Okay. So you continue walking. Are you going to step into the shop? Yeah. Okay. You step into the shop and you see, uh, like I said, everything's like burnt out, tore up, like gutted and all that you don't you don't necessarily see the shape again and then you feel behind you you feel a hot breath on your neck and you hear something take a deep a sniff of you like and it kind of moans like i guess in approval or something like that I'd be seeing you. And then you're staring at the glass of the window. So can you get can you give me a stability yeah. check? Can you give let's, me a stability check? Alright. Let's see. I'll change his stability on forty eight. I just dropped my die. That's fine, I'm digging up the page. I love PDFs. They're nice, aren't they? Oh, God, yeah. Six. Okay, six. You're shaking, but you're like, you kind of expected this, I guess you could say. You you sent something over there, and you went over to it and challenged it. And also, I mean, you're, you're, you're visibly shaking and your friends, you turn around and you see Alex and James just standing across the road, just staring at you like, like, what is she doing? So we're being hunted. Wait, I'm over by the car. I kind of plonk down in the seat of the car, and We're I've been like haunted. sort of look at, looking nowhere. Um, so you might want to come back to the car before we have this conversation. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Like I, I walk over to you, and I just like sit down in the passenger seat. Yeah, no, I'm inclined to agree. Um. Someone seems to be out there who kind of want to like 
wants to like screw with us. Is that what you're getting? Two. Yeah, you know, seems that way. Something like that, yeah. I think we we really need to get to the bottom of this. It's just going to keep following us until we do. Oh, man. And I just sort of start up the car and I drive away. Um, Do you want to go back to your house or... Is it okay if I spend the night with you? I guess so. And the guy in the back is just still completely dosed out on drugs. <laughs> he has no idea. Gonna, At least he didn't make a call, guys. joke. Safety in numbers. Safety in numbers. Okay. Yeah, we totally w- won't be forced to murder each other. Okay, exactly. so, I, so I assume you're going to go ahead and drop Alex off at his place, and then you're going to yeah. Go oh yeah, him. no, he's he's getting out. Like I don't care too much about him at this point. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> You're such a jerk, man. <laughs> you play the biggest jerk I've You're seen in a to, long time in an RPG. Trying to take my drugs away. <laughs> I can't have that. I didn't okay. try to do that, to be fair. <laughs> Literally, the yeah. only thing I said is, hey, man, chill out a bit. <laughs> You're not wrong. No, my drugs. They don't take my drugs. Like, <laughs> like, my thing was basically, there's a time and a place for everything. <laughs> and you're like, fuck you. So, 420 Yolo. in. We'll go ahead. Let's uh, go ahead and move on here just a bit because I actually need to go. Uh, I'm going to take a quick restroom break and get something else to drink. But, uh, so we'll <laughs> say that you drop Alex off and then you guys go on back to the house. Um, or if you want to retcon that, that's fine too. Does that, does that I, have sound an, good? I have an apartment, but I might have okay. a little extra space where she can sleep. Alex has, it continues his doctor house cosplay. He is probably maybe using a crutch or a cane to walk around with too, so he's just kind of keyloring the fuck out of it. Yeah, I just got some shit kicked out of me. <laughs> awesome. I'm gonna be better than house this time. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna do surgery on myself. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go get something to drink in the restroom. I'll be right back, guys. All right. Talk I'm amongst sure. yourselves. God is left. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this episode of House where he actually did that. Wait, what? Where he oh, actually yeah. did surgery on himself? That, oh yeah, no, he like totally that. did that. I'm a huge House fan. <laughs> The funny thing it was, it was completely unsuccessful and, successful and his peers had to stop him. Nice. So that's why I was like, I was like, that is, that sounds something like Alex would try to outdo House on in mm-hmm. like a drug addled cure. I think I stopped watching House on season five. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. It, it, it's fair. It does get kind of repetitive, but I don't know. I'm a completionist. I'll watch things through the end no matter what. Like right now, I'm watching um, what is it? Oh yeah, The Grinder uh, on Netflix, and um, it kind of it really starts to stretch towards the end. At least 
like in the middle in this part that I'm watching where one basically one plot thread plot arc stretches on and on and on. But at this point I'm just like, I don't know, like five or six episodes in. And I'm just like, I'm doing this till it's done. God damn it. Just how it goes. Well, that's the thing. Like if a show stops and in- stops being interesting to me, I just give up on it. Like in a moment, like yeah. there are more interesting things in the world. I know most people do that, but I, I, I don't. I have like Stockholm syndrome when it comes to media sometimes. Christ. Sean's yeah. a man with principles. <laughs> I'm a man of. I'm not drunk. <laughs> What's the You're just like getting more and more belligerent as the night goes on, Aaron. <laughs> I'm not belligerent. <laughs> he says belligerently. <laughs> I don't get belligerent. If you were here, you'd probably get a hug, Chris. Because that's what I do when I drink, is I hug people. Okay. Sometimes I take my shirt off. Sometimes I lay on the ground. Jesus Christ. But only in the confines of room or something. If I'm out in public, I can control myself. I'm not an animal. How you had? No, no, I'm, I'm honestly curious. Can I always use more? Do we need just an intervention? Three? Yeah, just three. Damn, I'm on number four, and I'm fine. You're an <laughs> yeah, but you're a seasoned alcoholic. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> on. Drinking, drinking the worst. steel reserve like a goddamn hobo. Oh, Aaron, the worst continues. The worst that I've ever been was as I was leaving a bar with some friends one night. One of my drunk buddies walked up. There's like we were in Lexington, Kentucky, and there was a statue of a lion. And a buddy of mine just walks up behind it and starts like humping the lion, acting like he's having sex with it. And then a police car just pulls over and flashes its lights. It gets out, and a cop gets out of the car, and he goes, "Guys." Normally, I'd think this is funny, but you're right across the road from the police station. And he points across the road, and there's the police <laughs> He goes, get the fuck out of here. They were like, yes, sir, officer. <laughs> so, with this podcast, you get any everything, Gus. So, belligerence, drunkenness, the whole shabiel. In the morning, oh. Sean, you get a you get a phone call. And you know, oh, you it comes with one of those too, eh? You recognize um, the number is Trish's. All right, I I accept it. Okay. Hello. Uh, uh, yes, I'm 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 sorry, Miss Goodall, for not answering your phone call last night. When I when I take my medicine, it knocks me like completely flat out. Listen. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. It's it's good to hear you uh, hear from you. Um, and I mean, it wasn't really me who phoned. I think it was Cerise who left the message. Um, she's a friend of mine. Listen, my my counselor like my counselor says that I need to come I need to come to terms with with stuff. And uh if if you and your friends that were there when the thing happened, like if you guys could um if you could come over today for lunch, I would uh, I would be happy to I, I just want to see you and I just, I just want to talk to you. That, that's all. I just, I need, I, f- I feel real guilty and like, 
I, I need to make amends. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, and and it, and I, I I sort of think for a second. Um, but uh, how about we meet um somewhere not at one of each other's house, but um maybe in somewhere a little more public? Is that okay? Or can can you leave your home? Uh, I, I mean, I. I, I guess I could leave my home. That's that's no problem. I mean, I just wanted to treat you to hospitality. I mean, if you want to go out to, you know, you know I, I feel a little more comfortable that way. If you don't mind. Um, okay. Is there a place near you where we can meet? She uh, rattles off the uh, the name of. Uh, I mean, yeah, she tells you the restaurant. She goes like, uh, yeah, there's a. Um, uh, there's just a little mom and pop diner down the, the couple, you know, down the street a little bit. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Sure. Um. And she, I hash out all the details with her. <laughs> okay. That sounds great. So you, ha- she, she thanks you and just and excuses herself from the phone. Okay. All right. Um. I go and tell to tell Cerise this stuff. Um. What you doing in my apartment? Uh, no, I'm just, I'm just scratching on the couch or I'll, no, I'll actually be making French toast for us. Yay. Breakfast. All right. Yeah. With a name like Benoit, you know, it has to be French toast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Or so we should honestly probably see her at her home. She's just been through a lot too. Yeah, but uh, I guess it's too late. Um, what I was thinking was if, you know, like, all this stuff is going down. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't want to put ourselves out there any more than we have to. I, I, I'm not, I'm not certain about that. Jane. I mean, I, I just feel it would probably be better if we just do it at her house. She's a widow now. I just kind of blink. I'm like, do you not know how to like protect yourself socially at all? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I don't. Sorry. I'm, I, I insist on this. Okay. Okay. All right. If you say so. Um, so I guess we we would assume that you're going to go ahead and call Alex up and see if he can make it. Um, no, no, (laughs) no, He's gonna. He's got. He's got some apologies to make, man. <laughs> Before we, he he gets to horn in on our investigation. <laughs> All um, right, so. I think maybe you should move on to him and like him do his own weird drunken investigation. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> so, Alex, they've got a date. So you wake up. Do you fight drunkenly investigate? It's your time. Again. Fuck yeah, I do. Let's do this shit. So what are you, what are you going to investigate? Uh, well, I'd like to see if there are any that particular Tim Hortons having insect problems or if it was in my head. You check online and they had a 95% like score on the health inspectors. I'm gonna look. The Yelp, and I'm, the, the Yelp review says Cletus Tim Hortons this side of Canada. All right, 
I look at the review and I look at the pills and I set the pills on the table and I scoot them away from me dramatically. <laughs> um, I'm going to look up people encountering people that they know have died. Like, oh, you get a, you get a few hits on your on the uh, the browser of the not browser. Are you using Chrome? Yeah, you're using Chrome. You're not Neanderthal. What am I thinking? So, yeah, you, you get a few hits of people, you know, seeing, like, feeling loved ones in their presence. You get, like, just a kind of a wide assortment of um, some people talking about having psychic premonitions, but it's just more of an account than, than anything particularly informative. I'm going to look up things about ghosts coughing out smoke. Same thing. It's like you're, you're getting kind of a shotgun spatter kind of deal. You know mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of a way to narrow the search down. Uh, recently deceased ghosts coughing out smoke. You actually have names as well. Yeah. That's true. We do have names. Uh, just I'm a, going just to search by name. Okay. What are you going to search by? Um, I, I was going to suggest the names of people um, from the car crash, but... Yeah, Peacock. So I'm going to look that up. Uh, and I'm we, see, we know who Peacock is. Yeah. Look up the... Oh, okay. Well, I'm, look, I'm just going to look up the car crash in general to see who's okay. listed as injured and or dead. Okay, do you have... I appreciate the, the help. Anyway... Uh, I, I do like this. <laughs> Eric, let me compliment you for a second. Like, I like how you went off on the Tim Hortons tangent there for a little bit. I, I, I enjoyed that. I don't know if everybody else did, but that, like. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm method at Yeah, it's method. <laughs> so after your scathing Yelp review, you go ahead, <laughs> look up Ghost for a minute. You look up famous ghosts, you see something about Lemmy haunting a bar in Los Angeles. So it doesn't really seem like it applies. Los Angeles. It doesn't seem like it really applies to you. Do you have research or anything like that? Let's find out. Um uh, I have investigative procedure. You have you have research at one. So yeah, what? yeah. I'm looking at your character sheet. It's under academic. Oh, oh, there it is. Yeah, you're right. My bad. Oh yeah. So it. yeah, with a with a with a one point spend, you pull up several different articles ab- about the car wreck that you were involved in. You see a list of the victims, which those again are. Uh, you see Tim Peacock, Athea Pulls. Vivica Burton, Sean Gaither, Doug McKeown, and I, Karen, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's Karen, but it's spelled like C-A-R-Y-N, uh, Grady. I'm going to see if any of them died from smoke inhalation. Yeah, actually, you you do see one that's died of uh, smoke inhalation. You see uh, Sean Gaither. Oh, shit. I'm going to take that name down. Okay. And with your research, I would say with with your research, uh, you know, spend that would also encompass if you were actually looking up 
where these people were, like their addresses and stuff like that. A, a, a quick precursor or scan of Sean Gaither is you see a few things on the internet about um, uh, IT consultants. You see computer repair. You see his name t- tagged with that. Couple of Yelp reviews. Some people come. You go back to the great Yelp. You get a couple of um, people saying he's an asshole, that he's rude. Uh, thank you for fixing the problem. And then you get some other things about him being. Uh, lacking of customer service skills. So, hmm. what, what's your next step? Um, let's see here. Anyone else die of smoke inhalation, or was it just that guy? It was really just him because he was located. He was sitting in the back of the car. Gotcha. Uh, I'm gonna look up his Facebook. Okay. You see, you see on his Facebook page, you it's actually pretty sparse. It just basically his wall is made up of other people's posts and stuff like that. But there's really not a ton of it. But you also, but you will periodically, not periodically, but you do see contact information for uh, Sean Gaither uh, Computer Repair. And like you see an address listed, and judging by the way the address is written out, it looks like an apartment. Which I'm is going to write down that address and go investigate. Okay, while you're driving there, uh, so it's a Batman symbol flashed on the screen. All right, so Cerise and Jane, you're sitting at a small mom and pop style restaurant. Uh, it's kind of, I guess, if you're gonna, you ever, you ever notice some of these old diners are kind of shaped like a trailer? I guess you could say it's just there's a counter, <coughs> the cooking area, and then just booths lining it up yeah, one side I'm of the wall. Sure that's intentional. Yeah. So it's it's a waffle house basically. Yeah, it's it's a waffle house kind of format um, of like structure. I check to make sure I'm not covered in blood. No, um, not today. You're good. <laughs> good. You're always covered in blood at a waffle house. That's just kind of how it happens. Okay. Okay. So you you see as you walk in, you see a woman who is nervously kind of, and you, you can tell the second she walk in, this is a smoking restaurant because she there's like a you see a woman over nervously smoking, um, kind of staring into a cup of coffee and just like fidgeting, like she's constantly flipping. Flipping the ash until the point that the cherry falls off the cigarette into the ashtray. And she looks up when she hears the, the door and she, uh, yells, uh, not yells out, but she, uh, she goes, um, Jane? Question mark. Uh, yeah, that's us. Hi. Uh, oh, oh, uh, please. She stands up and kind of, excuse me, sends her hands to the other side of the booth. Like, please have a seat. Um, I, are you uh, Cerise? He says, looking at you, Chris. Yes, 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 I am. Oh, oh great. Uh, guys, I'm, uh, she takes a seat and just kind of nervously, the, the cigarette's out. She just kind of has it in her fingers. You don't even know if she's aware that the, the flame's out. She's just kind of fidgeting her. She goes, I, I'm, I'm so happy that you took time out of your day to come see me on this. I, I, I know this is selfish and all that. I just... I just wanted to apologize to you for 
everything. My my husband, Tim, like he he's been under a lot of stress, or he was under a lot of stress. I guess I put that in past sense. Uh, we just six months ago buried our daughter, and I it I don't know. Like I'm, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, do you all want anything to eat? Uh, my treat. She kind of weakly smiles. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh. I order uh, chicken and waffles. In fact. Okay. <laughs> um. And uh. Yeah. Um. I, I I sit down. I sit closest to the window. Um. And I say, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I know, like, none of. I, I, I just want to lead out, like, by saying, by knowing that I know that you know n- none of this is, you know, your fault. Um, but um, I was—I'm not going to lie. Like, I appreciate the sentiment and all, but how the heck did you get my phone number? Oh, it was off. I'm sorry, it was Officer Belding. I've, I've been kind of a basket case. Um, uh, listen, like, I know we could get in trouble, and. I shouldn't have mentioned anything in the first place, but this stuff out of the blue. What? Long story short, like when 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 my daughter died, uh, uh, Katie, Katie, yeah, uh, yeah, that's Katie. Um, she looks at you strangely. And goes on. Uh, I, I just fell. I fell to pieces, and Tim fell to pieces there for a while, and then he started. Um, like he went, joined a biking club and like it was even like, like a bike hanging in the garage and stuff. But like, I, I feel like if I had been there, like, I feel like I, I just get the impression that, that he killed himself. I get the impression that officer building says it was an accident. Says you guys reported seeing a, um, that a deer ran out in front of his van and he swerved to miss it and he swerved in, in, your lane of traffic, but I, I just, I don't think that's right. I don't, I don't think officer Belden's like being a hundred percent off honest with me. I feel like he's just trying to protect me and I'll, and you know, if I had kept my shit together, maybe Tim wouldn't have tried to kill himself and would have, wouldn't have killed all his friends. And she just kind of looks down at her coffee for a second. So, like, what do you want to do? Uh, I, I, I stay silent for a second, um, suggesting that this was intentional totally takes a different um, <laughs> take on this little crime. Um, uh, and I, I sort of broach up the... Um, con- I, I bring up the conversation, and I say, so... Was he acting um, differently before, you know, all this happened? Uh, you know, yeah, I, I guess it like, I, you ever just hated somebody because they could shut something off and you couldn't, like it just kept bothering you over and over. Like, I mean, Tim went out and like when Katie was sick, like he was, he was a wonderful father. Don't let me. Like destroy his memory by saying that I think that he tried to commit suicide by hitting you, um, but like he went out and he bought a dog for Katie, and Katie, you know, at, at 
stuff like that. And then she kind of, you know, then she died and then we were stuck with the dog and Tim doted over the dog for a long time. And, but he, he kept trying, he kept finding excuses to leave the house. Like he would leave at odd hours with his, with his bike and he would go like said he was training for a, like, I don't know what it's called, like the biker's equivalent of a triathlon or a marathon kind of deal, like an endurance race. Like, Tim always said he was practicing up for that, and then there was a group of people he was going to co- uh, compete with. Um, I mean, he was never violent or anything. I just, looking back now that I've kind of got my head on straight and um, on medicine and seeing a psychiatrist and she looks down at her cigarette for a second and like, oh, I'm sorry. I, you probably don't smoke. And then she, of course it was out anyway. She puts it in the ashtray and scoots it away. She goes, my psychiatrist actually recommended that I smoke. It was, she said it was like self-destructive would make me feel better. I don't know. It was some mumbo jumbo bullshit, but I mean, you know, honestly toward the end though with Tim, we never really spent a lot of time together. I kind of look over towards Cerise, and I'm like, hmm. Would would it be all right if I... I I didn't catch you, Chris. um, Would it be all right if if I met the dog? I find that animals... they, They gain a lot of personality from their owners, and... She kind of. It can help me with my process. She kind of looks at you, like kind of looks up, like, um, well, it's it's it kind of didn't like anyone but Tim, but I mean, she's kind of waffling. So this is where you would do a spin, Chris, if you wanted to. What kind of social skills do you have? <laughs> uh, flirting. Flirting. <laughs> that, yeah, that we is... all have that. <laughs> well, she is <laughs> on the market now. <laughs> I have flirting and impersonate as my two interpersonal skills. Fantastic. Sean, do you have anything? I have bullshit detector, flattery, flirting, intimidation, negotiation, and streetwise, which I used. Flattery would work really well. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. I launch into this whole thing about dogs and how we had a dog when I was a kid. And I, I sort of chatter up because I get the feeling she hasn't had a positive thought in a while. Um, and I try to cheer her up about, um, you know, dog by talking about dogs in general, because God knows that's always a cheery subject, generally uh-huh. speaking. She kind of have like, she kind of nods for a second and goes, well, we were going to originally do this at the house anyway. So it, 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 it seems only fitting. You go ahead and market, market spend. Um, yeah, I, I tell you what, I'm, I'm, I'm parked outside. I'm in the, the blue Toyota Camry, just, just follow me and like, uh, you, you see if you can get your, your, your meal to go and we'll, um, pick up, like, we'll, we'll finish this conversation at the house. Okay. All right. Sure. All right. So she, you, you get your food and she hops in her car and I guess you hop in yours with Cerise and drive off. Uh, Aaron. He's out, man. 
<laughs> I just passed out in the middle of a drug binge. <laughs> this is a completely accurate way of seeing how an addict operates. <laughs> Oh shit, my bad. I didn't realize I was muted. That's okay. I was like, in my mind, like, your character had picked the bottle of pills back up and was now, like, staring at the screen, glazed over, watching it. Like, so you got Sean Gaither's address. What are you going to do? I'm going to go to his house. Okay, it's an apartment. You. Fire up the old. Why are you driving, Alex? Why are you driving? Just out of curiosity. Um, a Ford Focus. You fire up all and four cylinders of that raw dog. <laughs> and Dave Matthew, you your Dave Matthews CD is still playing. I thought it would be three eleven. No, he likes Dave. Matthews. Well, Aaron, you apparently not went to a Dave Matthews concert because there is tons of drugs floating around that place. <laughs> Listening to the swinging udders. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, you uh, you make it to the apartment. You it's kind of a rundown, beat up place. You make it up. Uh, he's up on the second floor. You walk in, kind of a shithole. You make it upstairs. You find you see his room, which is three A. And the door is actually kind of cracked open. Uh, I'm going to go inside. You see a uh, older man, kind of slouched shoulders, wearing a uh, like just a, a t-shirt and jeans, and just, he's kind of rummaging through his stuff. And he looks up and goes, "Well, who the hell are you? Who the hell are you?" I asked first. You're not Sean. Shit. Shit, he's got me there. Um, I'm a friend of Sean's. Hmm. Well, I'm sure Sean's mentioned so much about me, that deadbeat piece of shit, then. I'm Alfie. Like, you know Sean's dead, right? <laughs> this is weirdly surreal. <laughs> huh? Yeah, I saw him the other day. Or I might have seen him the other day. Man, are you fucked up? Yes, but that's not the point. <laughs> Listen. Me right now. I'm just boxing up his shit, man. He's dead. He's, they buried him two weeks ago. Like, he's dead and gone. There's nobody's claim to take it. I'm the super of this place here. I'm cleaning it out so we can we can rent this out to other tenants. So what business do you have here? So what do you got? I'm a, I'm a friend of Sean's. Um... So what kind of social skills you got? I have, let's look at that. Let's let's find out. Uh, I have flirting at one. <laughs> why? Why are we all good at flirting? I have no idea. <laughs> maybe it was a. Uh, maybe I was feel particularly romantic when I picked one of these character sheets up. Chris in the eye and unbutton the top <laughs> button of my shirt. What else do you have? <laughs> Uh, reassurance at two and bullshit detector at one. Bullshit detector is kind of a, like you detect bullshit, so that wouldn't apply. So I, I would, well, no shit. how would you reassure hey. him that you're supposed to be here and like, and what your business here is and all that? Oh, I'm, 
I'm one of his friends. I actually came to collect some of his stuff. Uh, so you're, you're spending a point. Go ahead and mark that point of reassurance. Okay. Yeah. Now I have one point in reassurance. I had two. Now I only have one. Listen, man, there's not much left. And he, he kind of points around. There's some boxes and things. All that. He goes, listen, the guy never had any money, as you know, probably. He was always late on his ramp, barely skipped by with his old computer bullshit business. Uh, I don't know what, like, what do you want? And we'll talk about it. Like, I, I got dibs on the computer. And he points at the computer and there's some, you, you see a, um, didn't even look like a nice computer. It looks like one of these. I went to Walmart and bought an e-machine kind of computers. I, yeah. I, I got dibs on that. He owes me back rent on this place. So, like, you can't have the computer. But what are you looking for? Can I have the hard drive? No, you can't have. What fucking good's a computer if I ain't got a goddamn hard drive? Look, I was just asking, buddy. Never mind. Look, Can I have that shit you're boxing up there? Here. And he points, he points over on a uh, nightstand, and you see, you actually see a hard drive there. He goes, listen, if you're wanting a hard drive, like, like, did I misunderstand you? Like, like, you want a hard drive, right? Well, there's a hard drive. Get the fuck out. Take this, and if you have no other business here, get the fuck out. All right. So I'll grab that and I'll leave. Before I leave, I'm just going to uh, I'm gonna ask, so can I take that box you just taped up, or what's going on with that? He, uh, he just pulls back the tape. He goes, well, you don't quite look like you're a size 28 waist, so I was just going to take these pants out and yard sale them or goodwill them or something like that. So, like, are you going to wear Fair enough. Are you going to wear them on your arms? I will take my hard drive and leave, my good man. Good luck renting this apartment out. Uh, yeah, he kind of grunts noncommittally. <laughs> so, Aaron, do you have any computer skills? Um, I think so. On the uh, hard drive, you see, it's, so it's in an anti-static bag that's kind of taped over. So, you know, kind of like yeah. my hard drives are shipped in and stuff like that. And yeah. Um, on a little piece of scotch tape on it. I think scotch. No, freezer tape, excuse me. That's kind of the, something you can write on. You see, you see, what do you see on it? You see Alex I printed on it. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, also, I don't have any computer science skills. I just noticed that. You know somebody like, who does if you want to make an apology. God damn it. All okay. right. Sean, does your character have computer science? <laughs> yeah, she does. All right, Alex. So like I'm gonna let you um I'm gonna let you kind of think of your apology as you leave and you figure out what to do next. I'm gonna go jump back over to Sean and company. Sean cards. All, right. All right, Sean. Uh you guys are now uh seeing the living room of uh Tr- Trish Peacock's house. She's went in and quickly used, well, thank God you don't have to wait long for coffee now because of Kerrigs. I mean, we're destroying the environment with more plastic and more plastic, but goddamn, you get your coffee in like 10 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Is is there anything creepy about the house? Is there like tchotchkes everywhere? 
the creepy no. part is that every photo it's you look at, you know, everybody's uh, nearly two thirds of everyone in the photo is dead. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is depressing. Um, okay, so um, I guess we make some simple conversation, okay. um, but uh, you know, um, after that, um, I ask if we could see the dog. Okay, I mean. I, oh, yeah. You know, just after all this, it'd be nice to see, you know, a little warm, furry friend, you know? Okay. So, she goes, she uh, she stands up and motions. you like, follow me out to the uh, garage, which she didn't even park in a garage. It's one of those houses. Like, they have a two-car two garage, but you saw t- two vehicles in the park, in the driveway and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But she opens, she opens a garage, and you see kind of a... Uh, you see a lawnmower. You see, you, and you see a dog. But like, so uh, they got kind of yard keeping, yard stuff in there. There's a dog, uh, German Shepherd. Uh, it's kind of acting skittish and stuff like that. There's a water bow, food bow. You see a bicycle uh, hanging from one of the uh, like rafters of the garage, I guess you could say. And uh, Chris, uh, Sharice, when you walk by. You notice you look at the tires and you notice that the uh, nipples are still on the the uh, tires themselves. I think that's what you would call the little plastic. Like I haven't ridden this ridden this bike anywhere, kind of thing. So the bike's just unused. Yeah, yeah it's unused. He's been leaving, going to bike club, but it's unused. Okay. And you see the dog, and uh, what do you want to do? I'll walk over to the dog. It kind of starts cowering. A little bit, and Trish goes, like, just, you know, be careful. Like I said, he's not good with strangers. So what do you got, Chris? What do you want to do here? How do you want to win the dog over? Do you want to do you want to make a spin? I would make you spin on an animal. You want to use... Flirting. The, flirting. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, you got the peanut butter. No. Sorry, I, I'll probably edit that out. That was too bad. Um, hey, no, man. What I'll do is uh, I'll get on my knees and do what I normally do when I deal with dogs at work. Okay. I uh, get on my knees. Role play this uh, out for me, and I won't make you yeah. do a spin if you don't have reassurance. Yeah, I don't. I don't have reassurance. You have flirting though, because goddamn it, everybody does. <laughs> the trick with animals is that they want to feel safe. So you have to go up to them. You you have to be confident, but you also have to be accommodating. So. If a dog is worried, you go slow, you reach out with your hand, maybe you have a treat. And let's say maybe I have a dog bone with me. And uh, I, I show the dog the bone. Then I put my hand forward, uh, palm down, so he or she can sniff my hand, and then I pass her the bone. Okay. And that works. The dog kind of begrudgingly it, it takes it takes the item, backs up a few steps, and then mm-hmm. after a little bit, it comes a little closer towards you, and you actually start you know you get to pet it and all that. You see, it's got a uh, collar on it. It's like you. It's got the vaccination or the record. Don't they have vaccination records or what kind of records are on dog collars typically besides the name? Um, usually you have, uh, one tag, that's the name tag, then you have the rabies vaccination, and if, depending on the state, you can have, like, lepto and mortality vaccinations. 
Okay. So you do you do see the like the the identification that it's headed for AB shots. Did that say where it's headed or anything like that? I've never mm-hmm. seen one, Chris. No, it doesn't. It just says okay. that it has it. Okay. And you the second reel you start petting this dog. Um psychically it's kind of like the equivalent of if you were living in a cheap apartment with thin walls and mm-hmm. like you're hearing noise or a, a fight or a commotion or something like that over it. Like you just hear, you, you hear animals barking and whining. You hear like you feel, uh, you feel fear. You, you smell, you smell dog piss. You, it's just for a brief second. It's like it, it wasn't anything that you turned on. It was just kind of like an overload. The second you touch this animal, you you feel all this stuff, and you start to kind of what you kind of connect the dots. It's scared of people to begin with, and you can tell that uh, this dog has been abused in the past. Um, may I ask where you got the dog from? Uh. Yeah, I, I, I guess so. Um, uh, yeah, I think. Hold on a second, and uh, I'll be right back. And she walks out of the room, so it's just you two standing there right now, series. Yeah. To be clear, you haven't told me about your psychic abilities or anything yet. No. So no, I'm completely not. in the dark. <laughs> I'm no, like, no, no. Okay. Cerise is real on the down low about that. She, she, awesome. Um, all right. I'm gonna, I know, I, cause should I roll like a, I guess I could roll like sense trouble or something like that. That's kind of more, sense trouble is more of an opportunity thing. Like you're, if, if there is a, typically the way gumshoe is set up, like if there is something in the scene, like say, I'm gonna look at your character sheet right now. We say that you had, um, like with uh, you said, you had streetwise with a zero point. I could say it like this: with a zero point uh, spend on streetwise, you also noticed when you walked in the room that the the bicycle was definitely unused. Uh, so pretty much, you're going to get prompted. Like I will typically prompt you. It's not going to be that. It's just more going to be a delivery. Now, if you if there is more information to give, I'll say you know for a zero point skin. You, you can tell that the bike has not been ridden with uh, which if there was more information to I go what if you know I can give you more information with the two point spin or something like that so so I, I wouldn't like there's not a button really to hit yeah okay. I don't know no it's cool it's cool <laughs> I think it's it's really the first time you played gumshoe isn't it um yeah pretty much no honestly my character's just getting kind of a little bored she starts taking some pictures of the area I guess. Yeah, you see, uh, you I see. I mean, it's a very cute dog. Oh yeah, he's a very cute dog. But I'm also like kind of on the sly, taking some pictures of like the building. And then maybe if we got a little more extra time, I might look up and see if this dog was recently adopted. I don't know. Yeah, I got nothing really. But but that's fine. She uh, Trish returns in a few moments, and she has like a checkbook, and she just digs through it. Like this is the police return this and you can actually kind of smell the burnt smell on the checkbook when she goes in. They, I don't know why they returned the checkbook and stuff like that with C and she goes through the, uh, the, you know how the checkbooks are at least 
over here in America, in our finance world, world, the checkbook come with a part for you to write your like spendings and stuff like that. She goes, yeah, it looks like she he bought this from. Let's see, bought this from. Fuck, hold on a second. Forsberg was not ready for this, even though he knew exactly that this was going to happen. You mentioned Terrible. a dog with me around. Of course, I'm going to go towards yeah. it. No, no, I'm, I'm talking about the name. I say, uh, you, he bought it at uh, Happy Side um, Kennel. So they okay. apparently they sell pets and also. It's a kennel kind of thing, you know. So, but yeah, here's the uh, oh, and she flips through. Looks like he even kept a business card, and she hands it over. And you see, the business card is for you see a happy side kennel, and you see uh, the name Alexia Ibram Grim. It's Russian. Ember. Kimkinov or something like that. I M B as I B R A G I M B E K O V. So Alexei Ibragimkov. Yeah, that sounds good. I I literally looked up how to pronounce his name online and it eluded me. All right, so Alexei. Let's let's yeah. just go with Alexei. Oh, it's cozy kennel. My bad. Not happy side. I pulled that name out of the back of my out of the top of my head. Yeah, it's cozy right, so- kennel. With a K. Kind of cool, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, he picked that up, uh, a cut, you know, a couple months before, uh, our daughter couldn't, you know, get out of bed and stuff like that. And the dog was real skittish, but it really took to her. And also, I, I really don't even know what I'm going to do with the dog. Like, I'm trying to take care of it, but I don't, I don't know anything about pets. Well, I, I think it could be a really a really good therapy dog. He's he's smart. He's just a little nervous. He needs a little bit of socialization. That's all. Okay. Well, it's really the only thing I have left, so I don't want to get rid of him. So just, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe I should, you know, dedicate more good, time. Yeah, there, there's a very good park nearby. A, a good dog, a good dog park. I suggest you out there. I've never been to one of those. Like, okay. Uh, well, thank you. Is there um, anything else, guys? Uh, I, I look really. I, I appreciate it. I know this was out of the blue and all that, and I, I just feel a lot better talking to you all about this. And one more question. Yes. Did you, did your uh, husband? curse us with the, the ghost of an evil demon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Well, he did insult a gypsy and she said, I curse you haunt college grad student. <laughs> I guess it's like thinner. I don't know. I, I, I have a, I have a plot twist. I have a plot twist. It was dog all along. <laughs> dog was the mastermind? <laughs> dog was mastermind. It was Doge. So you guys, uh, she, you kind of make awkward small talk for a while. You wish you could do more to help her. 
you pet the dog goodbye and then you make it yeah. out in the car. And I'm yeah, gonna no, say, her life just ended. It's it's sad. I'm gonna say you're getting a phone call there, Jane, and you look down and it's, it's yes, Alex. Oh, that asshole again. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I like how she calls Alex. Like, I like how he calls Jane and not Cerise, who's like the most understanding person. So, Alex, how are you going to start this conversation off? You can hear the oh in her <laughs> I, voice. I, I, I literally sign. I like say hello, asshole. <sighs> yes. Can be like, Get her, Alex. Sorry, I made a mistake. I need your help. Um, does it involve like drugs third, again? Third time this week. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so Someone's in it for us. Uh, we may be able to solve whatever the fuck is going on. Oh, okay. Fuck. We'll be right there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you so, and I, I, I look at Cerise. We're, I, I assume at this point we're like standing outside, and the lady's gone back in. And I'm like, so I guess the dog was a dead end. Um, he says he's got something. What do you think? I think I have an idea, but it, yeah, okay. You want to go talk to Alex? Yeah. No, you're coming with. Let's go. Come on. <sighs> really? Yeah, yeah. Get in the car. Uh, Alex, what kind of house do you live in? <laughs> what are they pulling up it's, to? It's it's a fairly decent one story. Like you know, it's not going to win any awards. I don't uh, have like I'm not going to win yard of the of the month or anything. But <laughs> it's not low for a bungalow. It's it's, <laughs> it's tasteful. Yeah, right. I just kind of assumed you lived in like a punk tract house. Nah. So I rent. I'm a paramedic. <laughs> so he can also buy guns at a discounted rate because he's a paramedic. Never could figure that part out. Guns and fire firefighters and uh, well EMTs and stuff like that can get discounts. <sighs> that's, that's terrifying. Yep. We're gonna shoot that fire. Or excuse me, I'll say it like I, like I usually do. I'm gonna shoot that far. But anyway, Alex, moving on. Your show. Uh, sorry, what'd you say, Adam? I just they're knocking at the door. Come on, knock on my door. All right, I will answer the door. It's Bishop Rest. No, Roker. What was his name? Anyway, go ahead. Well, that's that's a change of pace. <laughs> You're wearing pants. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. It it only took ten conversations. Cerise, not the time. <clears throat> anyway. Anyhow, I hate to break up the sensual tension here, but we're here for a reason. Um, what did you find? Look, let's go inside first. And we do. Right. We wear our shoes inside like all you crazy Americans do. I wear shoes inside. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Not all you crazy Americans, to be fair. I, 
I wear shoes inside because I'm very afraid that I will get sick if I touch Alex's floor. (laughs) It's a nice house. (laughs) Fuck you. Anyway. It's the home of a drug addict. How nice can it be? The floor's not going to get floor of the month, but it's okay. I'm not (laughs) not fucking shooting up. Jesus. Questionable source. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, plot. Cerise only knows you from game night, and your game night is like, oh, shoot up drugs nights. <laughs> Apparently. Okay. <laughs> I toss the uh, the hard drive to Jane Doe and be like, got that from the house of a uh, of uh, one of the people that was in that car crash. Sean Gaither. Okay, um, I, I catch it like as gingerly as I possible can. I say, Jesus, don't throw these things around. Yeah, it's not solid state. It's one of the old disk hard drives. Yeah. Um, and I kind of take a quick look at it. I'm like, you realize this doesn't work without a computer attached to it. I have right? a computer. Fine. I'm going to need to take your computer apart to attach this to it. All right. I trust you. All right. So do you, what kind of computer skills do we have here, Jay? I have one plank in computer science. Hmm. All right. For, yeah. Well, you know what? I'm not going to make you know, for a zero point spin. I, like it doesn't take much to pop a side of a case out, and you know this is probably unplug a hard drive and plug it in. So yeah, you 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 boot it up, and it seems to. I mean, you get a few bug, like a few um, errors that pop up that you know because the hardware is different in the PC that you hooked it up to as opposed to the one it was originally in. Some driver errors, but you managed to boot in the safe mode with just the default driver set. And, uh, yeah, you're in a hard drive. Uh, you look around. Uh, seems pretty pretty bare. You, Where was you looking? What was, if you were going to nose through a hard drive? Um, like, I'd start with the obvious places, like desktop, my documents, um, okay. program files, wherever. See what he's got downloaded. Uh. On the uh, okay, so what you see, what you see here is you see you first thing you notice is there's an uh, an icon for uh, Outlook Express. So they're not using the actual you know, Microsoft package one, but you open it up and you look through it. There's some emails in it, mainly just it looks like everything's addressed to Cozy Kennels or Alex, and then. Alex, I will call him that, not to be confused with our Alex. And uh, you, you get the gist that the man's uh, got, uh, you know, got runs a kennel kind of thing. You also see uh, in the address book, he was actually one of the few people you've actually seen that actually filled out contacts and stuff like that under like information. You start going through it and you start noticing a reoccurring theme here. You start noticing all the names of the people that were involved in the car wreck. You notice, like, Tim Peacock is the first one that jumps out to you. You see Viveka Burton. You see Athea Pools. You see they're all there. What the heck? Jesus. Uh, Where do you say you got this again? Uh, From the house of one of the victims of that car crash. Sean Gaither. Sean Gaither. Um, it looks like 
he's got a file on like everyone who was in this car crash. That's real okay. weird. Yeah. Um, I start flipping through like, what's he got? Like text files, photos. It's just really just contact information. Just contact you, information. Okay. That's a little less creepy. You see, you Sean see. finds picking eater on the hard drive. <laughs> and then the game grinds to a halt. Uh, you see, and because you mentioned beforehand, I want to go through my, my documents and stuff like that. You do see, uh, you see a few uh, Audacity files, audio files. You, you you know what Audacity is. You see a couple of projects there. Yeah. Okay. Um, I open them up and let's take a listen. There's stuff oh. on it. Like you have you have an audio readout of um, like sound waves and stuff like that. There's stuff there, but you can't hear it. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I gotcha. It's like a freak. Um, it's, it's not distorted. It's just there's something. You, when you zoom in on the line, you see something there, and but you can't hear it. It's like a, a higher frequency. It's just nothing. Hmm. Um. <laughs> okay. Uh. All right. So I turn around to the other people at this point. I say. So, and I explain the situation. I say, so, um, just to keep everyone in the loop here, um, I was thinking about, you know, what happened to us back at the, uh, LARP event. And I remember that the last time I stopped believing in some, something this guy was throwing at me, it stopped existing. Um, so I don't know. Do we really want to try listening to this? Cause I think maybe I could get something out of this, I guess. Like, would this be like a computer science thing? Yeah, yeah. You do a spin, I'll give it to you. Okay. Um, and I just say so. I just want you all to know: if you stop believing in this, like right now, you might not hear anything. And I just kind of look at both of them, and I'm like, "This is kind of your cue to back out now." Sorry, I literally just got back. What What's going on? Oh, um, I found a spooky audio file. Um, and I'm going to mess around with it, but I'm like telling everyone that from the patterns I've been noticing, um, listening to more of this stuff tends to get you into more trouble rather than less. So I'm kind of looking at them and asking them if they want to leave the room. Curious drive. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm all about Thank the spectaculars. Okay. So for your one point spin, uh, you tweaked the audio settings and what you ended up, you found that you had to do was that you had to actually start taking the pitch down on it to get it to be a sound that you could hear. And it, it sounds like a whining noise, but it sounds like a chorus of whining noises. You, you get the impression that it was dog all along. <laughs> you, get the impression, you only have one audio file. But you get the impression that this is a master, like this is a mix that you got. Does that make sense? Like it was several different, like it's, it's whining and it's, and then you like, oh, hold on, hang on. I have no idea what's going on in air. And Aaron's thing in the background, but it works really well. 
Yeah, it is suitably, suitably creepy. Yeah, it's, um, it does it. Like, it's weird. Um, but yeah, you like. It's there's like, no noise here except my fan. And that, that's your, your fan is apparently like weird Latin chanting. <laughs> and it sounds strangely like people speaking in the background. Aaron, it's it real. It literally sounds like when you're underwater and someone's talking to you. Oh well, fuck! I'm kind of scared now. <laughs> now it's gone. Uh, yeah, whenever you whenever you talk, Aaron, it kind of fades into the background. It's probably just white noise in the background, but still. I think it's just a hot mic. Like we yeah. had that. Problem. Yeah. I sure hope so. But you're coming in better than usual, by the way. But anyway, back on back on Tasco. Uh, it like I said, it seems like a master file. Like whatever he's did, he's layered, layer and layer and layer of this sound over top of it. Oh, son of a gun! Um, I look, I dig a bit through more through the files and see if I can find those um, the uh, sl- files that he mashed up. No, damn it! You even you even um, went ahead and start going th- went beyond the recycling bin and actually downloaded a program that went through and um, recovered. You know how you can delete stuff and you can delete stuff, but if you run a certain program that you can actually recover your completely deleted items. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, not all the time. Sometimes. I do all the fancy things, basically, and it still doesn't work. Yeah, you just had the master. Okay. Um, so, um, can I, like, pro- try and slow it down at all? Just slow down the playback and see if we can, like, isolate, like, one of those sounds by messing with a pitch or something. Play with it for a little bit. Sweet, so you kind of you find one spot where it just seems like it's more the more one voice. You slow it down. You cut it out of it. You open a new file up. You you paste it in there and you modify. It, so modify I assume it. this takes several hours. <laughs> it it, it, take, it takes about a good hour and a half, maybe two. But he get he he as he tweaks it, you do clearly hear a dog whimpering. Okay, but at the end of it. While she's doing that, I'm gonna look into Cozy Kettle. Okay, you pull up the address. You get a, yeah. you see a couple of reviews on the website. You get to Yelp. That it's a great place. Uh, super nice guy. Stuff like that. Uh, what's the guy's name? Alex uh, or Alexia, and then Imbert Kov or whatever. Well, I'm gonna start calling him Alex I from now on. Okay. okay. Um, I ask Alex, like I, th- I think that's Aaron's character, yeah, Alex. Right, Alex. Make me some tater tots at some point during this. Okay. I don't know who the fuck you think you are, or whose house you think you're in. Her own house, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Just Wait, I accidentally muted him. <laughs> that was, was that an accident? <laughs> that was an accident, I'm sorry. <laughs> Unmute Aaron. Role-playing or role-playing? How are you capable of muting him? You're not even in charge of this fucking call. Oh, uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Talk to the hand, all right? <laughs> so, odd request for Tater Tots. He's still but... muted. <laughs> I can't unmute him for a little while. <laughs> 
<laughs> Just go make me some tater tots. <laughs> we, none of us can hear him. <laughs> you you don't just mute your no. yourself. You mute him mute him through the fucking group. I'm sorry, that was entirely not supposed to happen. Wait, okay, fuck you back. guys. I'm not making any goddamn tater tots. Okay, we heard you though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So what you guys got some information now. So you got Alex, you see Alex I written on the, the static bag. You see Alex, uh, yeah, the bit Chris, uh, Sharice has the business card for cozy kennels and you have uh, apparently what you assume is, uh, Alex's hard drive. And a lot of stuff about dogs. So, yep. uh, Alex, Everything just keeps uh, coming back to dog. You you want to go check this out with me as opposed to making tater tots? Yeah. Yeah, let's go check that out. Um, do you have a driver's license? Yes, I, I'm an EMT. <laughs> it's true. I'm sorry. I, I don't. I'm just asking. All right, let's go. Are you okay to drive? Look, I haven't had any medicine. I'm good to go. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. I'm trusting you. All right. I appreciate that. Sweet. So off off to the cozy kennel. And I've accidentally opened Unknown Armies book one. I guess this is the predecessor to the game we're getting back to. So, this, are you going along, uh, Shane? Um, yeah, no, I don't want to be alone at this point with the haunted audio track. I just want to point out for a second, in the chat, Adam spelled my name with an I. And I'll never yes. forgive you for that. Anyway... I didn't spell it with an E, though. It was a typo. I, I, I mean, E would almost be better than I. <laughs> At least that makes some kind of sense. All right, Aaron, I have a Whatever, I can use some things. All right, anyways, moving on. We're supposed to finish this one shot tonight. We are, we are finishing this one shot tonight. <laughs> Am I going to get killed while we're all like at a convenience store and I'm getting some Funyuns? Yeah. Okay. So anyways. So the second you pull up, you follow the address. It's you're driving out into a more rural area outside of the city. Uh, you see horse, like you pull into the yard. It's immaculately kept. You see there's some horse stables to the side. Uh, it's, it seems like an upscale place. There's a white prefab walls for the uh, for the actual building of the kennel, and uh, actually they even have like a, a rock garden in the front. But all the same time, when you pull up here, it's well kept as it looks. It just it feels foreboding. You know, it's kind of like looking you're looking at, you're looking at a McDonald's playland where the ball pit and you're getting scared kind of thing like like and it's just, it it doesn't make sense just something feels wrong like it's out of place. So mm-hmm. what do we want to do? What do we want to do, guys? Spooky McDonald's, damn it. Knock on the door, set it on fire. <laughs> set it all on fire. 
Hold on. Uh, which one of us has concealed carry? Um, or, let's just kill everybody. <laughs> no. Um, Jesus. Uh, Cerise walks up and knocks on the door because she's used to just being spooked out all the time. It's true. You feel um, so- I'm going I'm to take my camera and um, start taking and just like video record this. Chris, like when you touch the door, you you get you feel something like you you it's like you're like and Dean Coons in the book Odd Thomas calls it psychic magnetism or something like that. But you 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 feel something like kind of beckoning you, kind of pulling you. I guess you could say you you feel you're get you're getting some bleed over. I guess you could say of something there that you're picking up psychically right so do you want okay. to do you want to open yourself up to it or do you want to just ignore it or, yeah, no, I'll, I'll open myself up I, I i don't want to be sane by the end of the night oh it's you your knees buckle and you kind of you kind of fall halfway down is this wave of disor this disorienting wave of just terror and agony just washes over you. You feel fear, you feel hurt you feel hurt, you're you're scared this and it it doesn't feel like it's coming from a from a person. It it seems kind of uh non human. But you're okay, just. So, wa- I'm gonna need a stability check for that. I mean, it's just you. You open yourself up to it, and it's just like your worst nightmare without a vision to it. Just, just hits you, and okay. it's, it's, it's sickening to your stomach, and overwhelming. All right, that's that's a six without any points spent. Okay, so just just take one. Cause holy shit, I'm glad I'm glad you rode well. But okay, uh, so uh, but I I just collapse in front of everyone else, and you're you're out of it for a second now, guys. You just see Cerise just like collapse. Oh my god! I, um, I rush over. Oh yeah, that's true. I let the paramedic rush first, but I also rush over to make sure she's okay. Well, okay, I so, keep an eye on that door. <laughs> Alex, you go. You go over there. You 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 kind of check her. You see her. It seems like she's kind of like it's not that she's kind of she's. You even see her kind of she's like spitting like 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 a bad taste in her mouth. She's just kind of a little bit out of it. You shake her, and like she uh, Cerise looks up to you and Cerise. I don't think I've ever said this before. I have a gift. <laughs> and she just throws up. <laughs> I'm like Steve-O. I could just throw up at any time. Yeah, exactly. That's it. That That, that is my uh, superpower. I'm really good at vomiting. Nice. Okay. We'll, we'll play this out, guys, and we'll progress. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, I... I, I let Dave take care of her. Um, oh, I really the fucking cop. <laughs> Sorry, not Alex. Dave. Alex. <laughs> um, and I kind of get up and I peek inside the doorway myself, and I um, turn on the flash on my camera phone, and I kind of swing it around. 
It's daytime. I mean, oh, and, well, I was assuming it was like unseasonably dark inside or something for no, I, the place is still open. Actually, even when you pe- you uh, pop the door open a little bit, you hear the ding ding kind of. Oh, thing. OK. Man, why am I always the person that walks into these cre- these creepy places in the rural areas? Um, it's not even that creepy. <laughs> I know. Like, it's actually thing. really nice. <laughs> All right. Like um, this little fountain. Okay. I'm, I'm glad you know a lot about this. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm just assuming. <laughs> yeah, anyways, I walk in with my smartphone up. I'm like, hello? Oh, hey, how you doing? And you see a guy walking in. <laughs> you see, you see a man walking in past the reception area. So you have like a front desk kind of counter area, and then like the actual business part of the of the place is a door leading behind there. Huh. But uh, oh yeah, how you? And then the guy just stops and like he physically like jerks. It's, it looks like he's like been shocked by electricity just like you know t- touching a hot wire and jerking back kind of tackle him right now what <laughs> what why are we leaving but we just got here no no just tackle him <laughs> are you saying this in character no i'm not there that's true i'm too busy puking yeah that's true after a second, the guy just kind of collects himself and is like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, how can I help you? Um, let's see here. Uh, I was looking for records you had on a certain dog that's been here. Um, we were worried that maybe there was, there had been some issues. Um, we're just some interested citizens. Uh, uh, what's the name of the dog? Uh, what was the name of the dog? We'll say its name was. Give me a Aaron, dog name, Aaron. Quick, go. Uh, Snoopy. <laughs> <laughs> Most creative name ever. <laughs> well, it was named by a nine-year-old girl. So I mean, I would have gone with like Tracker or Scout. <laughs> you know what? Man. Fuck you, Chris. Next time you get to pick the dog name. Uh, okay, uh, fine. That's my fucking job. Yeah, I work with animals on a daily basis. So, Snoopy, yeah, uh, I, 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 yeah, I don't know of any Snoopy. You got bullshit detector, Sean? Um, yep. Yeah, he's he's kind of he's not being completely honest with you. Uh, yeah, no, like every third no, Snoopy too. was here a while back. We talked with her, his owner. Um care to talk a little bit about that uh yeah i mean what's 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 your what are you asking i'm sorry like uh okay and i i describe the dog to him um i'm I'm trying to do my best like impression of a citizen activist kind of thing like maybe someone's like peter or something and um yeah no i'm just kind of i shake him down um i've got intimidation here if i need to use it you see him kind of he, he he kind of glances down at his computer real quick and looks back up at you and he goes uh i you know i tell you like like if this is a person i'm thinking of i mean it's just nothing wrong with the dog i i sold it i sold it to sold it to him myself or like i i don't i don't know what you're asking me i'm sorry and your bullshit detector's going off bloop, 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 bloop. uh 
do you mind if you show me the uh, maybe where he uh, kept him or something like that? Chris, you guys can can jump in this scene anytime too if you want to. If you want to see, would you walk oh, back in? I'm done puking. Okay. Aaron, you didn't know that little woman so much. Yeah, I know. So much vomit in my body. All right. Um, humanities. Wait, what? I'll, I'll spend a point of humanities to look at the person and, like, see how much he... Uh... Humanities is art. Yeah. All right. Social sciences? I, I I'm trying to, like, the academic stuff isn't going to do us much good here. I'm all sorry. I have is academics, okay? So, yeah, <laughs> when so all you, you have is academia, <laughs> everything looks like a tract. So, uh, yeah, if you're wanting to see where I keep the dogs, like, yeah, and he kind of, uh, just follow yeah, me, and he kind of ushers you back in. Uh, and uh, w- There's like a little hallway, and then... Okay, um, when he turns his back, um, I point at Alex, and I say, you... And I mouth you look around, and um, we're going to keep him busy for a little while. I will look around. Okay, so he's taking you all down a hallway. You see a couple of doors on the left, um, and they're interlabeled by, you know, what are rooms labeled in a veterinarian? I've never been in one to Chris amount to anything. What do you? What, what are rooms in a vet's hospital? Kind of deal. This. Is this actually a vet's hospital or is it a, well, it's a... It's a kennel and they also like take care of animals, you know, stuff like that. So there's care things. Is it a vet? Is it a kennel or is it a breeder's? It's a kennel. Okay. If it's a kennel, then what you have is the... Uh, um, you have the adoption zone. Like the you have the... Uh, well, first you have uh, the nurse's area, like not the nurses, but like where, like where you secretary. Then you have yeah. um, a bunch of really nice rooms with nurses with uh, like bright lights and toys. Okay. Your tra- the okay. So that's then our- you have the um, like. the uh, grass and like the animal relief area. Then you have the kennel, which is grim. Okay. So he, he's going to, uh, he's taking you all through and showing you each rooms and stuff like that. And you, okay. he, um, important for me, is there any place we can lock him into? Well, it's a, it's a room at the end of the hallway. It's the actual kennel part and stuff like that. And as he walks in, he goes, well, this is usually where, you know, our little visitors that are checking in stay. And occasionally if we get a rescue animal or if we've got one out, uh, we kind of swap them in here if the room's available and stuff like that. We don't really deal with uh, a huge number of um, sales. We make most of our money from like boarding people's pets when they go out of town and stuff like that. But you see that that room, you can lock him in it. There's no exit room for it. So, Aaron, tell me what kind of room you're looking for. I'm looking for... The evidence room? <laughs> a room that looks suspicious. You see you see the standard rooms in the hallway as you kind of look around. You see they have glass windows in front of all of them except one. 
exactly what I'm looking for. Okay. So you open it up and you see your stairs going down. Lights are off. Looks like a basement. Hmm. Sorry, I was going to say, I'd like to cut in and see and ask if I can sense trouble at any point. Um, Because I did notice the twitch thing and that was kind of unnerving. Um, Kind of reminded me a little bit of uh, what happened when people started getting angry at the park. Yeah. Uh, so far, your your spotty senses aren't tingling with him. He's just, he seems to be really open. He's speaking with a uh, – I didn't mention this beforehand, but he, he's speaking with a Russian accent, which I'm not even going to try to um, imitate because it all sounds like comrade. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you don't want to hear Hillbilly doing a Russian, so we'll, we'll cut that out. But I mean – Comrade. I you you get Colorado. the feeling, you get the feeling with your bullshit detector you get the feeling that he's 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 like trying to distract you or stall you more distract than anything though is he he's dancing around the subject like okay you, you mentioned the 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 German shepherd that uh that the peacocks had and he's 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 showing you where the animals stay and stuff like that. Uh, sure. Um, I'm going to develop um, a distinct interest in one of these dogs, and I say, is, is it possible? Like, we could have a quick look at him. I mean, he looks he looks kind of like he's he's kind of in a tough way. Um, oh, I, look I'm at that to little Aussie! <laughs> look at that little sheep! Oh my god, he's so cute! Can I can I just play with him? <laughs> I'm gonna. No, this I mean, is Cerise. Like, so okay. this is just like, oh my gosh, he's so adorable. So when he goes, he's like, uh, I guess, and he he walks over, and and as he when he reaches in to unlock the kennel, you see the dog like visibly. Well, obviously it's visible. You, you see it kind of cringe and back away from him, and then he. Looks at it for a second, reaches in and grabs it, and even with its legs kind of like you know locked in one space, he kind of pulls it out and onto the floor. Like uh, yeah, this is a this is a, a German Shepherd breed. We kind of oh, um, I know a breeder. Oh, no, 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 I'm I'm actively trying to distract him. Like oh my god, he's so cute. Oh oh okay. I, you you I mean you just. You must have the greatest job. Like you get to deal with these animals every day, and oh, oh animals are my passion. Okay. I, I believe it. Like I'm always so impressed by people who just deal with their passions. Um, I, I'm assuming you're stalling for time, so I'm gonna. No, no, I'm I'm spending a point of flirting to distract him. All right, um, I'm going to bounce out, go back, and see if I can catch up with uh, yeah. our guy, Alex. Okay. So when you, it's really just one hallway and stuff like that. You see yeah. Alex uh, start to take a step. Uh, uh, what go is down, your favorite dog? Which turns out to be the basement. You know what I mean. But you see, you see him take a step down. You can, you know, tell that he took a step down, and then he disappears from view. Alex, you cut on the lights. And it's an unfinished basement, but this is the hardest thing for me to describe because it's everything you didn't want to see in a, a Oh, good. It's, 
you see nothing but German shepherds, but you also see them in various states. Like you, like you see some of them with that have that's had the, the skin flayed off of, like of a part of their body. You see, you see some that are being kept alive on. Uh, an IV drip. You see a dead one hanging off of a meat hook. You just see, like, it's a room of the most blatant, gross, like, there's, there's, some of them are starved, some of them are laying there dead. It's just the worst thing that, like I said, I don't even know how to, to go about describing something this horrible. It's just, you see nothing but blatant animal cruelty to a statistic level. Um, so, stability check times 10. Well, you're not there. You don't know this yet. No, no. I'm just saying that, like, if he sees this, that's a stability check. Oh, oh, definitely. So, Alex, you just seen the most fucked up. Stability check? Yep. All right, let's do it. Another six. Another six. Dude, like, seriously, this is is not... This is nightmare fuel. This is for a long time. This is still a failure. Yeah, this is this was a a very high one. You need to take three. Like, oh my god, you're in Hannibal Lecter's basement. (laughs) The dog version of Hannibal Lecter. Dog Hannibal Lecter. And Hannibal. There comes Jane. Jane. Everything I've said before. Somewhere in the back of your mind, for a moment that. In the arms of an angel, kind of plays in your like sadistically in your mind. Oh God! Gross <laughs> ability. Uh, sure. One second here. There's nothing I can really put, you can put up to protect this. I, I, I don't know what I would. Um, <laughs> how about I spend a little bit of fleeing um, once I actually spot it? Like, ah. like you're going, you're you, you saw this. You don't unsee this. That's true. Um, all right, let's see what happened. Uh, um, actually, I could spend a little bit of preparedness. What do you think? Mm. Does that work in that sense? What would you? What? what are, yeah, I mean, you can always spend preparedness. Well, like, what are you looking for? I was for? prepared for something messed up. I mean, that's more physical. Like, I have a flashlight. Yeah. Okay. Like you have. <laughs> <laughs> a dog first aid kit. Um, all right. There's probably nothing I can do here. Let's just roll and see how bad the mental damage is. Loop. Oh. I get a one. Okay. It was going to happen. It was bound to happen. Let me see for sure here. Make sure I'm doing this right. Um. Make sure I'm t- I'm doing this right. Yeah, so you can definitely see where Alex, Alexi, excuse me, has been torturing dogs. There's German shepherds, mostly a variety of hideous jury rigged devices. Many of them have pieces of their anatomy torn away, and they're kept alive. Some are kept alive on IV drips, leading into a zabar like jury rigged life rep- uh, support machine. Um, yeah, yeah, we got. Also, it. notice as you look at this, there's little microphones that are hanging by each each of these dogs from the ceiling that are suspended. Oh man. So, he was and, mixing the sounds of misery. That's weird. Yeah. 
So you need to you need to take you need to take three to stability. Like this is fucked up. Okay. Um, all right. I'm now down to four out of ten stability. Um, I'm not sure if there's any effects at this point. No, if you start getting them when you hit zero. Okay. Oh. Sarif is still upstairs, just like, sup, guys? Yep. And now I know exactly why she felt like she wanted to vomit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, I cough. I turn my head. Um, yeah, I can't look at that for a second. Um, Alex? Alex, how are you doing? I'm just going to look in stupefied horror. What would wash over you, Alex, in real life if you just saw you walked into someone's house and you saw this? Like, what? What's your what's your gut telling you? Like, what are you feeling? I'm just gonna. I would just turn around and walk right back out. Like, as soon as I saw the first dog, I'm just like, I'm done. Okay. So you see, Alex, fuck this. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I say, Alex, Alex, where are you going? Come on. Like, and I. Wait for this. I'm done. Over it. I, um, snap on my, uh, phone and, um, I'm gonna start, uh, taking video of this, um, as evidence. Um, I'm gonna start taking photos. This is gonna be tough, but, um, she's definitely gonna be driven to do this. Do you got photography or anything like that? I do have photography. In fact, I've been basically saving it for this. Spend that point. Spend that point. Yeah. So it's kind of – I would call it akin to if you've ever had to – if you've ever had to do a a really horrible horrible job and you kind of go to your happy place, so to speak, Um, you – you're seeing it. And you're taking the pictures, and but it, all of a sudden it's went to more of a, a clinical thing. You're you're documenting. You're not interpreting. You can't allow yourself to interpret like this. You're, you're feeling revulsion. You're feeling rage and all that, and you're you're in fear, and you're pushing it down inside of you, and you're just like an automaton walking through there taking the shots, which are really good, by the way. You're like, you're, you're, <laughs> I'm not trying to, to make them good. I'm just trying to make them like admissible as evidence. Oh, you're, you're using the rule of thirds to, to, your, to your point. So I am not using the rule of thirds. <laughs> Anyways. Sorry, it's you, Mandy teacher. So now you've got the evidence. Okay. Um, yeah, I put that down in my pocket and I say, and I, and I, um, think it's probably about time we got out of here. Um, yeah, let's, uh, let's go. And it's probably time to talk to the cops. So that's probably going to be our main thing is getting out of there. Talking to that psychopath. That's true. Um, is Alex, are you like out of the, you're out of the basement. Are you out of the building? Not yet. No. Um, before you start walk out of the building, um, I yank on the back of your shirt and I, and I say exactly that. I say Cerise is in there with that psychopath. You're coming with me. And I yank him down <laughs> the hall towards him <laughs> to bail Cerise, Cerise out. Therese is in there. Let's just leave her. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. That sounds exactly what my character would do in that situation. Yeah, just, just let her die. So, 
you have your digital, your DSLR, you have your cell phone with all these photographs that can be pulled up and all that. You both uh-huh. walk in there, like, by the way, out of character. Guys, you're almost at the end and stuff like that. Like, like if you, are you going to be able to stay on for another 30 minutes or is that going to be exceeding? I can do it. <laughs> can you do it, Chris? Yeah, no, I'm fine. Aaron. I mean, I'm very tired, but I'm I'm tired too, and I got to get up and be at work at eight thirty in the morning. Thank you. Oh shit! That didn't I muted myself. Uh, I'm good. I'm off tomorrow, so. Okay, I want I want to finish this. We're doing this, so I just want okay. to get permission. Rome, you guys did great. Slow start. We're doing great though. Uh, you finish, my God. But I've come hell or high water. So, <laughs> why don't you guys lead it? Why don't you tell me how this scene is? You walk in there, you see Therese making over this dog, and you see. Uh, Alexi, look up at, at you uncomfortably. Maybe, maybe he senses something. Maybe he senses a difference in your posture. You're—it's not a casual stroll. It's kind of hard to be casual at a time like this. What do you do? Crap. Um, is there like any kind of role for lying? Nope. But you <laughs> just true. have to straight up role play it. I'm gonna punch him in the face. <laughs> All right. Um. No, don't do that. <laughs> don't don't do that. Now, seriously, seriously like, like he he said that. Like like Aaron, do you want to do that first off? I'm gonna do it. Okay. I mean, Aww. this is literally a game about like social interaction. But hey, it's true. He's on drugs. He's more suggestible. Are you spending We're past scu- the point of social interaction? <laughs> Are you spinning scuffling or anything? Um. Hold on, let me see what my skill, what my scuffling looks like. Your scuffle's at four. Yeah, I'll spin two scuffling. Nice. Okay, and what are you going? Where you? So you're punching him. So row. You got to hit a threshold. I rolled a two. Yeah, good thing you spent two. So you got a four. You hit him. So that's a, a d6 minus two. One. So, much like the high schooler I was telling you about. So you do no damage. No, no, he, wait. <laughs> it's kind of like a scene from old school where Blue punches somebody. He's like, I used to be stronger. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you just, like, vaguely smack him. <laughs> So, but you you do catch him off guard. I mean, it, it, it like it hits him. It doesn't do any real damage, but his head jerks back, and he's going to try to like run past you all. So let's see. I'm gonna find my dice. I had it in my hand. He's not gonna take a moment to like just understand, like what the fuck just happened. So he, maybe you were right. Maybe we should have just tackled them right when he flinched. I'm going to roll. Oh God, I roll a one. So, <laughs> I so he's just like, what? I, I, you stagger him, I guess, a little bit, and he he tries to run past you. And no, no, he no, no. If he rolled a one, it's just pure what? For this for dude running? just slapped me. Why uh, did this guy slap me? I was I was rolling fleeing to get away. Okay, but he rolled a one. Yeah, I rolled a one. Oh, yeah. So I 
I he doesn't kind even of, realize he has to flee. It's just like what? <laughs> he's he's disoriented. Like what the hell? That's fine. Um, <laughs> hold on, wait. I do have scuffle as well. Um, and just like he's sort of like, I, he, I assume at this point he's like trying to edge towards the door, but he's like kind of uncertain. Yeah. So I of- just, <laughs> I just reach out and I punch him too. Okay. <laughs> Sean, hit him with the stunner. <laughs> I've got five in scuffling. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly what the rules are, are are here for most efficient conversion of scuffling to pain. But, um, spend them all. Spend, spend them, all. them all. It's kind of the weapon that you use. So like a, a, like a punch is a, a D6 minus two. Like a gun, like if you shot him with a pistol, it's like a zero. Oh, I, I use one of the kennel doors as an impromptu prop. Okay, so you're gonna, we're going to get all three stooges up in here. Okay, I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you a club at a minus one then. So like he's, you're going to try to grab one of the open, like the loose doors and just slam it in his face. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to try and fake him out. Spend um, at least two points of scuffling. Yep. Um, I'm going to just use all five, I guess. Um, and I roll oh, a four. No, no, don't, don't do that. Don't, 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 don't do, do that. that. Okay, let's, um, I'm going to use, uh, three then. Let's say that. Cause I, I'd have rolled, but um, I just want you all to know I don't know what the rules are. So let's say three, I guess. <laughs> okay, if happens. you roll a four, you hit. Yeah. If you, actually, if you roll a three, you hit for the most part. Yeah. All right. So, like, if you give one point, that means that you go from like a fifty percent chance to a sixty-six percent. All right. I'll let, you, I'll let you rethink that. Like, what do you want to spend? Um, <laughs> I mean, I'll, if you uh, really want to fuck them up, like if you want to kill them, just spend all five points. Well, you're just still turn it into an automatic crit. What? Then we we kind of always house ruled it as double damage if you get a crit, but like, all right, whatever. Um, all right, let me. Re- I'm going to re-roll it because I don't think this is fair at this point. But I'll spend two points so that I don't miss. Um, and let's see what happens. I got a five, so that's a seven. Okay, so you got him, and now row damage. That's actually, I think, also a crit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought it was just a, a natural six was a crit, how we were playing it. I don't even think the book. Uh, no, no, it's uh, double, the hit thre- double the hit threshold is a crit. Okay, uh, these words mean nothing to me. Um, so I roll another d6 for the damage? Yeah. Okay, I got a four. Four, so we'll say we did, uh, so that would be minus one, so you got a three, but you uh, multiply it by two since it was, you know, twice the threshold. And voila, you have done uh, six damage to him. So you, like, slam a door open in his face, and his face just explodes into blood as you break his nose and smash his lips and, like, knock teeth out of his head, and he staggers back. What is going on? In the car, we're leaving. Cerise is just confused. Cerise oh, in no. the goddamn car, we're leaving. Um, I move to try and subdue him. Um, I'm just going to, like, pin him to the ground. Because he's probably in too much pain to struggle much right now. Yeah, you kind of battled him. So. All right. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I give Cerise my phone. I say, call the police, please. Okay, I'll dial 911. 
No, 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 don't, don't, please don't. I hang up the phone. I'll, I'll do whatever you want. Please, please, just uh, don't call the cops. Please. No, I just shove him down farther and I say, shut up. <laughs> you don't know what you're doing. I'm pretty sure we have a good idea. Oh, no, you got, like, what do you want? Come on. I, I, I want you to not fucking <laughs> go. I'll I'll tell you what he was doing once they get here. <laughs> I'm so confused and so I'm you, scared. You and you reach a nine one one dispatcher on the telephone, Chris. Yeah. Okay, nine one one emergency. Hi, I'm. I'm not sure what's happening, but it's scary. Uh, are you in danger, ma'am? Maybe. Nine one one operators love it when you say maybe. <laughs> like well, that's the thing. Like you gave me a fucking. You, you told me to call nine one one. I have no idea what's going on. That's true. I, I, I would face bomb, but I'm currently trying to pu- push this guy's face into face face bomb. But I'm currently trying to push this guy's face into the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. Uh, ma'am, we will uh, send an officer by. Uh, what's what's your address? What's your location? Oh, um, I'm at uh, Cozy Kennels. Yeah, I, I'm at Cozy Kennel. It's uh, at one two three Fake Street. It's something's going wrong here, sir or ma'am. Oh, it's, it's a woman. Okay. Uh, we'll have an officer by in a, a few moments. It's a little route in the country. Just uh, remain at the scene. Okay. 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 That's that's fine. Okay. Click off the phone, and he's he's on the floor. Chris, you see uh, Alexi is just like you got. He's he's still he's he's trying to squirm, but she's got him pinned down a little bit, and like I said, he's still a little bit addled. Um, like that's fine. Play. You're gonna fuck it up, man. You're gonna fuck it all up. You're gonna you're We're gonna, gonna fuck you it. up if you don't stop. Fuck what up? God damn it, Sarif, um, you don't wanna know. He's abusing dogs in the basement. Don't go down there. Fuck what up, Alexei. I can tell. I can tell the moment moment you all walked in here. Like you're marked. He he he. You see him too. You've seen the Hungerwood. The what? Hungerwood. He's seen you. For God's sakes, I can tell. I can smell it on you. He's he, your tag, just like I am. Just like they were. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I'm going to rack my brain through history to see if this Hungerwood um, uh, kind of um, rings any bells. It's it's ringing bells for Chris. I know that. I know that he was. He's. Oh yeah. I think I've I actually saw. I've actually mentioned Hungerwood to you two before. Yeah, I know. This is the second time I've heard it. Before I thought it might just be a dream, but this time around. Uh... I uh, know because I've got history and I've got trivia. I don't know if that gives me anything. So I mean, it's, like, it's his interrogation time, I guess. Like, you, so the cops are on the way; they'll be here soon. 
or soonish. Yeah, I kind of used up all my imp- interpersonal skills though, so it's kind of up to you guys. You Unless you want me to flirt with him, which <laughs> at this point seems like a bad idea. I mean, I can flirt with him too. I, I would <laughs> say, I, flirt with him. It'll be a gang flirt. <laughs> oh god! Let me put it this way: that's an oversight on my part. At this point, you're pinning a man down, like you're getting ready to expose him to everything, like. Oh no, no! Like this I'm is intimidation. Just... Like you're doing intimidation without the point, but like I, I would definitely count that. That's just an oversight on my part. No, Adam. Always keep in mind, like in these sorts of scenes, you get the free fucking spend. Yeah, the free fucking spend in Gumshoe. Yeah, no, no. Gumshoe actually has free spends. Like so, so long as it, it's a core clue. That's true. All right. Um, <clears throat> I, I look at Alex and I try and signal him over here because um, I know he's as angry at this guy as, as I am. I'm going to walk over. The fuck you talking about, shithead? I'm going to kick him. Oh, what? No, no more violence. As you, as you actually, as you go to put, as you, like, as you look down on him, as he gets kicked in the side by, uh, not, not a, are, are you doing like a damage kick or are you just doing a, you know, no, I'm just going to kick him. Just like a fuck, fuck you. you kick. Yeah. Okay. So as you give him the fuck you kick, like you do actually notice on the side of his head that, uh, there's a bruise on his, by his temple that wasn't there. You know what I mean? Like you didn't put it there. It's an old, you see old, like, tissue damage from where it looks like he's had a shit beat out of him before. Hmm. Listen, listen, listen. Like, you, you, you gotta, you gotta let me up. You gotta let me go. Like, like, it, 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 it makes sense if I explain this, man. It just makes sense. You just gotta, you gotta listen to me. Like, I can, I can tell. You're, you're marked. You're marked like I am. You're marked like they were. Like, I, I know I've said this, but like, I gotta say it again. Like, you, uh, you're gonna fuck it up. Like, like, did you see the basement? Fuck yes, we saw the basement. Why the fuck do you think I hit you? Why the fuck do you think I'm doing this? I'm doing this to get. Rid I don't of know, you asshole. I'm doing this to get rid of Hunkerwood, and if you let me go, I will tell you how to get rid of it. This thing? What is it? Is it playing tricks on you? Is it? Is it impersonating people you know? Is it is it is it taking control of people? Are you are you having dreams? Are you like are you seeing shit? Do you not know what's real and what's fake? Huh? Does this sound familiar to any of you? Ask. Tell you what, you tell us what you know, and we won't beat you more. <laughs> Come on, I, you got I, I I did what I I had beat to do. You more. Your choice. This happened. Why is why is it targeting us? It just it just does this shit. It it finds people. That's what it does. It 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 finds you if you're weak. You're weak and wounded. It looks. It it, it can see your greatest shame. It 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 knows everything. It it it's like it senses it on you. Why is it, it targeting you? That's not important. I think it is. I really, really think it is. (sighs) 
Alex? What up? Can you do me a favor and tie him down? Yeah, right. This is where you would do a prepare to spin if you wanted to say you had zip ties or rope or something like that, but that would be kind of a high one. But what are you going to use to tie him up with? Do I have a belt on? Yeah. Then I will use my belt. Okay. So you you tie him up with the belt. He's 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 like you can really only while well, you gonna bind, bind his legs or his hands. Uh, hands. Okay. So you bind his hands behind his back. You actually have to poke a hole in the belt to notch it that tight. I'll. I will also pass him my belt. Listen. Oh. All right. Do. Do ah, fuck it. Run the preparedness. We'll go for it. Okay. Right. So you you bind his legs. Now, I right, listen. Listen. Okay. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Those those fuckers. Those those ones. Uh, like peacock and the rest of them. Like it. it they found it found them through me. Like the thing followed me here from Russia. It's just it. Like I said, it senses your darkest your darkest fear, and. Mine, mine involved, mine involved my little cousin, but that's it. Uh, but, uh, it, 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 it knows your greatest shame and it just, it just fucks with you. And that's what it does. What it's each one of those guys. I don't know what was wrong with them. I know that Gaither was a hothead and the other was a whore. Like, but I, I have no idea like why I picked them, but it just periodically this thing will leave me and go after other people. I'm a victim. I'm a victim just like you guys are. I'm going to continue, like, looking around this guy's house. Well, I don't you, fucking trust him. <sighs> everything looks okay, but if, unless you want to walk in the basement. Oh, I, I kind of look at her yeah. as, as she starts going that way, and I just shake my head. Down to the basement. All right, Chris. <clears throat> it's everything you didn't want to see. Yep. So row that beautiful sanity. It makes sense where you you, you kind of make the connection that this is where you got that psychic maelstrom of emotion from. All right. I'm going to spend two points beforehand. Okay. And what do you row? Six total. Okay. So... Even with a success, this is a pretty this is a pretty hard one. So, I th- what did you row, Aaron? You rode like a six or a seven, didn't you? Yeah, you you made you that. Eh, I lost three. three. I was, I'd still say three. I mean, dude, you're seeing the most gruesome thing you've ever seen in your life. Make it or not, that that keeps you from losing six. So you see this? What do you do now? Um, freaking out. Okay. So we would assume that Sharice runs upstairs freaking the fuck out and you see the guy in the floor that did all this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know how to respond to that. I'm just... Let's say that, let's, in character, let's say that you're... That this indication would probably mean that you're just, you walk up and you're just dumbstruckingly staring at the biggest monster you've ever seen in your life. Human monster, anyway. Listen. Um, 
I run up and I just kick him as hard as I can in his stomach. Okay. Row. I'll say it's a very low threshold, but you can row scuffling for the. I'm going to spend three points on that. Okay. And damage after you row it. <laughs> that was a nine. Oh God! You idiot! You did just what you told me not to do. Punctured his goddamn intestines. <laughs> well, it depends on, like, so what's the damage, Chris? If it's a one, then it just makes it a two. Uh, it's a minus, it's a minus Yeah, it's, it's a D6 minus one, I believe. Uh, minus one or minus two on a kick. I may have told that wrong, or I, I was telling them minus two for a punch. Kick, legs are stronger than that. Let me see. Doesn't matter because I rolled a six. It's all in the mind. So... D6 minus 1 times 2 is still yeah. a 10. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. So, so I just kicked the man to death? Yeah, well, you did. Put him in negative numbers. Like, typically mooks, if this guy was a mook, he would have, um, you know, we took him out of commission at zero. So I'm trying to remember what everybody's damage. I think you did, Sean did 6, and then you did 10. So, fuck's sake, he's down to negative six? No, I'd no, be negative four. No, wait, six, ten, six. Yes, negative, that'd be negative six. So, you feel like a slight resistance in his ribs for a second, and then, like, your kick, your sound kick. Less of a resistance in his kidneys. Yeah. And, he, like, you hear his breathing change. Well, I was going to say, if rib, so were you kicking for ribs or kidneys? Uh, let's go with kidneys. All right. So, oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's a solid connection, and he winces in pain and throws up, and he's kind of, even though he's bound by, he's kind of curled up in a fetal position and he starts crying and he goes, you got to listen. You got to listen to me. It's going to keep going. It's just going to keep fucking going. Like I, I did, I did that to the animals to, to record it. I, I got it. You got it. I, Sean was looking into some occult bullshit and he said he found a way to get rid of it. He said it was called this, the, the silent howl. H-O-W-L. Like, it's it's the silent howl. Like, like, they had a plan to get rid of it. And they needed this, so I needed to do these things. Like, I, I, that's what I did it. It's for the ritual. It's all for the ritual. I'm still kicking him to death. (laughs) No, stop. I'll stop you. Um, Because after like one and a couple, I realized that this is you gone off crazy again. Um, yeah, I'm going to spend a little scuffle to try and tackle you to the ground. No, no, this I, man deserves to die. All right, so scuffle. We have PvP. We're back. Mm-hmm. We back. Yeah, no, I'm scuffling you to the ground. So you need to do a spin in a row or a row if you're doing it at base. Boop. Um, I got a three. All right. Um, I'm going to spend three points of scuffling. Okay. 
So wait, wait. No, it's his threshold, Chris. So what it is, he's spending three, and what do you roll? <laughs> I rolled a five uh, with I mean, three points of scuffling. Did, I mean, what did Sean roll first? I'm confused. Oh, um, I rolled just a straight three. I did not spend on it. Okay, so and so you're going to roll scuffling to get out, and you said you rolled a five. So, yes, she gets out of your hands. Hands on this, you're going to try to kick him again or like. <laughs> no, no, it's it's more. I don't give a shit if uh, Jane is like stopping me. I'm just going to keep kicking this person to death. Alex, what are you, are you going to try to make a stop, or are you going to let him do it? I'm just going to watch events unfold. All right, Chris, I'll let you get another quick attack in because you shrugged her off. Yeah, no, I'm just. I'm not or high enough for this. I will keep kicking this person to death because. Okay, so I mean, roll. They're a monster. Road, 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 road damage. It's like I'm doing okay. it like as a as a two to hit. So. All right, so I, I presume it's a d six minus one. Mm. Yeah, we'll go with fast what we did last time. All right, so two damage. What was it? I'm sorry, Chris. Uh, two damage. Two damage. All right, he's he's looking real bad off. You you, the next kick you did, he just he doesn't he's not even fighting anymore. He's down to, like he's, like you can tell he's still breathing. Cerise, I mean Jane, are you gonna try to stop her again or what? Or are you just gonna let it let it unfold? Jane? Jane? No, me. Um, all right, I'll try one more time to try and peel him off. Uh, the guy, Alexei. Just a second here. Clear all those old dice. And this time I'm going to spend two extra scuffle. Okay. So here we go. Um, I roll a four plus two. That's a six, so you are... You're like you've grabbed onto her, Chris. Are you going to spend anything to try to break out? Nah. She, so that's she's more interested in like beating the person up as opposed to defending herself from beating the person up. Right, well, he's wrapped you in a bear hug, or she's James well, wrapped you in a bear hug, and, she, and she's pulling you back. All right. Yep, I'm pulling her out of the house. Okay, and I guess this you're just gonna fucker leave her. deserves it. He does not deserve to be beaten to freaking death. Okay. <laughs> uh, where's Alex right now? By the way, yeah, that's a good question. Where are you at, Aaron? Oh, uh, like I said, I'm just watching what's happening, trying to avoid getting in Cerise's way because I don't want to get kicked. You do have medical. <laughs> You do have medical. That's true. You know what? Like, here's what I'm going to say. I will see. Like, if, right. you, if you, like, your risk factor is protective, even though this man's a monster, like, like you you can tell he's dying. Like, if you do not, which you're going to, Chris, you're going to make a stability roll here in a minute, and, like, I also think that Jane should. But uh, if you don't, you're going to take a hit to stability if you don't try to help him. All right, I'll try and help him. What are you going to do? Um, 
check and see if he's what is broken inside. Yeah, it, with your medic at zero points, you can tell that his, his lungs been punctured from a kick. Like there's probably ruptured organs. He's Good. He's, he's non-responsive, but he's not dead. But I mean, let him fucking die. I'm gonna see if I can stabilize the man. Okay, what are you gonna spend? Oh yeah, no, no, just go ahead and fucking stabilize the pedophile. Huh? Oh, you mean? No, yeah, a little uh, I, I did kind of allude to something. Oh, okay. Well, no, I don't want to. All right. Um. Well, you don't have to, Aaron. I'm not going to make you. I'm just saying you're going to take a hit. I'll take the hit. Okay. So, uh, we'll see. Looking at this. this I think it's in the 50s. All right, so Chris, probably go ahead even, even bigger hits. Yeah. Like, so Chris and like, and Jane, let's do stability real quick here. Uh, so, but for one thing, uh, Jane, you just seen your friend uh, do serious harm and possibly have killed somebody. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I'm going to say you have a, to make a stability check. So. Okay. I get a whole one. All right. So you've just witnessed a human attack another human with the intent to kill that could not be reasoned. I'm saying you're going to take three. Stability okay. On that. And <laughs> Down to one stability. Yes. Now, Cerise, you're, you've just... I feel justified. Do I get any bonus there? I'll tell you what, which is our curiosity. Like, here's, I understand what you're saying, and it fits totally in with the character, and I want to try to incorporate that. Um, I'm trying to figure out what it would, like, there's nothing on the chart of that. Like, you see a particular grisly murder, you learn the friend or loved one, you discover a corpse of a friend or a loved one. I'm going to say this, like, you're telling yourself you feel justified and stuff like that. Let's, let's think of the long term on this one here. But so if you could go ahead and do a do a row on it. Let's row play us out. This is I want to see how this goes. If you feel justified, don't spend anything. Take the hit. Right. Yeah, sure. Uh, five. Whew. That's a that's a success even when even with a psychic. You know what? Let's say you just take. Let's just say you take two on that one for the simple fact that I think you're developing yourself into a sociopath. Yeah, that's that's reasonable. So I'm back down to two uh, stability. And Aaron, as you walk away, uh, make a stability check. Six. Six. All right, I will say you still take two for walking off and leaving somebody, and you just step out on the porch. So after a few minutes, uh, you see a squad car pop up. A police officer asks you a few questions. We'll we'll, we'll epilogue this if that sounds good to you. Sure. Police uh, ask a few questions. Uh, You explain what happened. They go in. There's a quick, you're, the man steps outside, the priest officer's frantic, he's 
you see him, he's radioing in for uh, an ambulance. He reprimands you all for not calling the ambulance. Sharice, uh, you are placed in handcuffs, and uh, the rest of you are kind of taken into police custody and brought down to the police station while Alexia is uh, taken to the hospital. Now, out of character, <laughs> and this is fine, like, <laughs> you broke the game, but that's fine. Like, so, so really? Hey! I would, second I'm, time. I'm gonna, uh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a little bit of narration here, and then I'm like... And if you ever want to go back to it, there's a hook that you can go back to on it. But so Alexia, not Alexia, excuse me. Alexia uh, dies mysteriously in the hospital. Like he, uh, you were initially going to be charged with, uh, was it, what's it called when you, you like attempted manslaughter? You're, uh, yeah, manslaughter is pretty much it. It's like yeah. assault and battery. Yeah. Manslaughter is what happens when someone dies. Yep. Three facing charges. Could be second degree. For, I don't know. For attempted manslaughter. Alexia initially uh, pulled through, but later you learn that he is he somehow managed to uh, commit suicide in the hospital once he started recovering. And so he dies. Uh, Good. Cerise, you end up um, going through the court system. You end up with everything you saw and all that. You ended up with the evidence that was mounted against him. You plead temporary insanity. You end up spending uh, six months in, uh, would that be prison or county prison for that? I guess that'd be prison, wouldn't it? If she manages to get through with the insanity defense, sometimes it's prison, sometimes um, it's uh, institution. Hey, hey, Chris, I'm going to do a game. It's called odds or evens. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go with odds. All right. And Aaron, you roll the, Aaron will you roll the dice for me because I can't find mine? I want you to decide Chris's fate. So he's saying odds. All right. I've never wanted anything more. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a two. Oh, so evens! Shit, I lost. So the temporary insanity plea does not wind you up in a police. Like you do not end up in the county jail. Instead, you end up in a psychiatric ward, where the entire time that you were up in this serving your scent, you occasionally feel that you're being watched. You. You see Alexi sometimes walk in and visit you at night in your in your cell, and he just stands and grins and laughs. Oh God! Uh, and then you know, so you serve your cell, your sentence, Jane. Mm-hmm. You for a while that they were talking about. Um, they initially thought you may have been an accessory. You and Alex were both an accessory to this murder, but judging by the markings on Jane from where you were trying to restrain her and testimony of both Jane and Alex, you guys are eventually don't receive any wrongdoing charges. So you're, you're acquitted. You don't receive anything for the slaughter. Your, the photographs that you took were 
uh, were time stamped mm-hmm. and it, and everything corresponds with the phone call and all that. And it, it helped investigators determine what happened. Of course, the man never had time to cover up the, the, uh, the torturing clinic anyway, but your, your work helped provide you all with an alibi and you eventually leave with just nightmares. And throughout while Jane is in prison throughout the time, you constantly feel like you're being watched. Uh, you see Alexi sometimes it's in a crowd when you're in a mall and you think you catch a glimpse of him walking by you, you turn around and he's gone. You think you see him, um, you know, looking at you, looking in your windows of your house when you're late at night, you've started closing or you're in an apartment. You said, right. Mm-hmm. You, that doesn't necessarily stop him from a ghost from looking in your windows. No, you see, <laughs> that's the most frightening part about it. You see is you see him there. And sometimes you see, you see other people. You see, you see the burnt victims from the car crash. Of course, no, wait, never mind. You stayed in the car with, uh, his son. That is true. I never saw him much. Like that will stop him. Your furniture moves around on you at times. You get weird voice. You get phone calls on your cell phone at all hours of the night. Just it's constant and it's it's everywhere. You see people walk up to you. I mean, there's people occasionally strangers that walk up to you on the street and say, "Be seeing you soon." And you'll you'll stop them and shake them like, what are you talking about? And they look at you perplexed. And there's an awkward exchange, and they let you go. Alex, <laughs> same thing for you with the uh, the acquittal and all that. Uh, you see it. You see it everywhere. You dream. You dream of Cerise. You dream sometimes that she's kicking. You you dream of her kicking him to death. Sometimes you dream of the Cerise is kicking you to death. You see, you see the dogs. You see the kennel. You start remembering more and more about what you didn't recall seeing after you like quote unquote blacked out at Elderac. You remember seeing uh, the owner of Live Games. You remember seeing him being split open. Like and sacrificed. You remember seeing the uh I can't remember her name, I'm sorry. The female member of the Rose Gloom Knights and when it was performing the service, you remember sometimes like she's you you see her pulling his insides out, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you see her pulling your insides out, sometimes you don't. It's your dreams are getting worse. Your drug abuse is getting worse. Your time that you're away from work is like you've already went through sick days and the, the next piss test you take turns up negative. I mean, not negative, positive. You end up going back on your place on a temporary suspension. You've been there for a while. They recommend you for counseling and you see also like the rest of them, you see Alexi, you see him, Sometimes he's the guy at McDonald's that you're picking up your drive-through order from. Are you still playing? Yeah, we're almost done. And that's pretty much what was just cut out there. You guys are are constantly haunted by this thing. You ended. And over. 
So what, what was the case? Uh, first off, um, any questions? <laughs> I kind of want to see this play doc now. Cause I'm curious how many times he broke the game and in what, in what ways. Okay. Well, so here's, here's, here's the thing. And I, I like the way it went. Now I, I kind of, Chris, can you stay on for just a couple minutes here while I do this? I'm like one step away from falling asleep, but okay. Okay. Yeah. I apologize. No, um, that's all right. Basically what was supposed to happen, which I like the fact you vetoed. If you'd went to each person there, you would have picked up information that ultimately leads you to Alexi. So, you, you know, you got the core clues, you went there. The group of investigators that died in the car crash were, uh, they were going to try to do a ritual that used the silent howl that um, Alexi was uh, preparing for them. Out, out of character, well, not even, there's not a character to it, but they really had no indication of what it entailed. He just said he could give them something and they were devising a plan to detach the Hungerwood spirit from them. And what it was is uh, what you had to do was you would go to the place where you first encountered Hungerwood and recreate your, the most horrible thing you've ever done in your entire life. So that would have been Sean's character standing up his mother at her wedding, that would have been Dar's character shooting a man with little provocation for fear that he had a gun. That would have been Aaron's character uh, messing up and a person dies that he was supposed to pick up. That would have been Chris. What was your character's fatal flaw? Or um, I think I just like turned away someone I knew was suicidal. Oh, the yeah. um, you would have to you to do the ritual. You would have to go there and recreate that. And then the idea behind it was you would like, he would be eating this up. He he enjoys misery and he's just sucking it up. And then you would play the silent howl and that, that would be like an overdose of him. Like, so it's like, he's high on the motions he's getting. And then when you play the video uh, or the audio file of hundreds of tortured animals, then that would defeat Hungerwood. But in classic, um, in classic, uh, hoary, tr- horse story tropes, what would basically end up happening would be that, uh, Alexi, who was hunted by Hungerwood, had, um, was also serving Hungerwood and it did this for him. And this, like influx of emotions and pain and suffering and all that, but just ends up at the end of the campaign as written by Robin D laws ends up grounding him and making him even stronger with the intention of that. This would lead into a larger campaign of you trying to get rid of it. The way I was going to run it is you actually got rid of him because we were never going to go back to this. That's fair. So like offhand, it's late. I know we got to get off here. Anything else you want to add before I kill us off? I'm so proud we broke the game. <laughs> Can I ask a real quick question? Like, how did I do? It's been a long time. This is the longest game I've ever run. Like, the spider thing, I mean, the cockroach thing and the donut, I was thinking severed finger, and then I said cockroach. But that kind of made it funnier for Aaron's Yelp reviews. But, um, like, I know pacing was a problem, obviously. Was this session, 
did did it feel like I had a lot of wasted time in this session? Um, it took us for a while to get through the stuff, but um, yeah, no. you, you seem to have a, have a clear goal, which we got to. Um, yeah. it was us, no, no, yeah. not exactly. I mean. The thing with horror is that you have to, like, like, you have to go for the guts. Like, you, you like, you went for a cockroach when you should have gone for something worse. Yeah. Okay. So like, too. like a centipede? Not, not, no, not even a centipede. Like, something, like an eyeball. Something. Yeah. Yeah, does not make sense. Yeah. I did think of an eyeball, but I didn't say it too. How about we do yeah. this, guys? We'll go ahead since it's late. We'll call it. Call it. I'll go ahead and uh, cut this off. And then Chris and Aaron, Sean, if you guys want to get with me a little bit later on, I would like to kind of record and talk about it. It maybe yeah. for the podcast to use. Um, I mean, it's not busy. real great timing for me. Um, I just want to put that out there. Um, cause yeah, I'm heading to New York on Thursday, oh. not coming back till Sunday. Yeah. Cool. Like we're not talking about like in the next two days. We're like talking about like in a week or two. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted you to know that cause that's my schedule. That's all good. And if you want, man, if we do something sooner, if you just memo your thoughts, I'm just, I'm trying to take this from a kind of an academic standpoint of like things that I've learned and things that I know that I need yeah. to improve on. Yeah. So no problem. I would. Love to like. I I think I could give you some pretty good constructive feedback, yeah. um, but it is pretty late, so I'm not That's really feeling it. So, so guys, uh, thank you for tuning into this uh, recording of the final session. Thank God it's going to be really rough for me to go to work in the morning. I don't know about everybody else, but um, but thank you again, and we'll see you guys next time. Good night, everybody. Peace.